2: Welcome back to Teenagers with Attitude The show where a bunch of grown adults sit around and talk about teenagers in tightly colored clothing And this week, just uh, let's take a walk down the Red Ranger carpet Which is a bunch of Power Rangers themed bed sheets that I tied together <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad it wasn't just, I, I, I was imagining all the Red Rangers just lying down <laughs> No, Yeah, yeah got there we go for all of them. <laughs> I got them from the thrift, from the From the thrift store, I almost said thrift shop, but I feel like that's that two words is ruined now. Um, (laughs) But anyway, uh, don't mind the smell, follow me, and it's time for the Teenies and Tooties!
3: Hooray! That's right. It's time for us to go digging through all our old garbage and figure out what we can recycle.
2: Uh, yes, it's time for us to go. What the no. hell did we talk about this year? Oh my god, that was this year. Are you kidding me? It can't have been. Is basically <laughs> this episode.
4: Uh, Mike, I I do want to point out that your your analogy is more of a clip show, really. <laughs> I mean, it's
2: kind of like a clip show. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're gonna. It's the no. Most this is a...
4: providing valuable
2: content. Clip shows are worthless. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. Yes, please do listen to this. By the way, has a show ever done a clip show where it's like they're doing awards, but they just show clips? Uh, that no, but that no, like
5: there's like there's like because you know, sometimes clip shows have a narrative, right? Yeah, where like, they're like it's- oh, like I've seen I've seen like one that was like a Fresh Prince of Bel Air one where they're trapped in an elevator. And then yeah, all, that's like, all. Don't well, you thi- <laughs> see? If the,
0: our, our, all of our flights just got delayed, and we're in the same airport bar <laughs> reminiscing about the Power Rangers. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so-
5: I'm, not, I'm trying to say, though, like, has a show ever done that where they framed it as an award show? i'm sure the uh
2: 138th spectacular oh there you go nice
5: okay i can see a show that's about a show doing that like i don't know
2: it's like 30 rock or something like that i can see that yeah that would work (laughs) Uh, anyway we should do introductions i'm zach joining me this week we've got simon hello we've got mike hello we've got lexi i'm just
4: so glad everyone could be here the entire twa crew (laughs)
2: Yeah, and we've got Emily. Hello. And we've got... Uh, well, no, no that's, that's it. it that's everyone. That's, that's, all, t-
4: that's all five. The original five. <laughs> the old five. Back in <laughs> we, business. I mean,
2: Cass is in the room with me, but she's, like, not going to talk. Uh, Luke, <laughs> unfortunately, could not join us because, for some reason, he decided to schedule eight hours of Let's Place uh, podcasting in the last two days, and he would just... Probably not either not talk or just be very irritable. We don't want to Uh,
4: release a podcast in which a man dies on air.
2: Yeah.
3: (laughs) I mean, he would would get us a lot of clicks. I'll say that.
2: (laughs) Uh, Oh, Mike. Matt was unfortunately not able to join us, but he, we do have his votes. Uh, so we, yeah, Matt did a
3: write in. (laughs) He wrote out reasoning for every single one of his votes. That's good. Fantastic. good, Good.
2: So, so we'll dip into those. Um, so yeah, this is our, our awards show. Uh, usually, we tried to do it like the teenies in one episode and then the twosies in another. Um, we figured it would probably take too long to do that this uh, this time around, just because the way our episodes have been elongating themselves, uh, we're trying to get them back to like a manageable length. But in the meantime, let's talk about the best and worst things that happened in Power Rangers this year, which. Nice.
4: I gotta, I, was, I gotta confess something Yes I don't remember a goddamn thing that happened in Power Rangers In the
2: past year Yeah, here's the thing <laughs> about that Me neither, but I went and looked And me and Mike together, I think Put together some some decent lists here Good job, guys uh, if, if anything, if you do uh, If your mind is jogged at any point You can definitely add stuff to these lists Uh, for consideration Do we have that in the chat Listed, or, um uh, in the ch- so in the chat, there should be a Google doc in the, not in the chat, in the, in this in the
3: Slack, this okay. is backend yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we, we use Slack because we're professionals. We're
2: running this
4: operation in like three different locations.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've also went ahead and pasted the Wikipedia list of all Power Rangers episodes. So you can just scroll down to where we're at and see what all's going on.
2: Yeah. In case you need it. So, uh, so yeah, we're going to be talking about the best and worst. I did. Try to describe this to a friend who, who, like, knows of our podcast but doesn't listen to it. And he immediately was like, so you talk about the best and worst things in Power Rangers from that year? And I was like, well, no. From
0: our podcast that
2: <laughs> That would make sense, but yeah. it's not how we do things. I wouldn't have a lot of teenies
0: <laughs> to give to Super Ninja Steel, let me tell you. <laughs>
4: Except so. the crossover
0: was fine, I guess. That's the Teenies.
4: I mean, it it ended, right? That's a yeah. that's a thing. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah there <laughs> you go. I, I can do a mini Teenies and twoties about Super Ninja Steel. Best thing about Super Ninja Steel: the crossover. Worst thing about Super Ninja Steel:
3: Super Ninja Steel. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Great. Yep. I mean, at so, least it's still not the season that killed the show. We still haven't no. gotten there yet.
0: It's also the last Saban season, so although it has
4: Power Rangers coming up
0: this year the, now
4: at the risk of getting into like actual stuff we'd normally do on the show it's very possible the next uh, season of sentai could be the one that kills the show <laughs> yeah
2: yeah the good news for power rangers is that there's a bunch i mean they're adopting the next power ranger season is like an older sentai so they could always do that for a <laughs> while at least if they have oh, to oh man
4: could you imagine if they went back to like die ranger
2: That'd be so good. I would love them to just say fuck it and go to, like, the 20 that were before Shoe <laughs> Ranger. Just this old, grainy footage. Oh, yeah, no, give me a fucking Power Rangers about Jetman. <laughs> <laughs> just they got
0: some old-ass 80s tapes and, like, put, blow that up to HD, send
3: that over the internet. Y'all... Y'all, the boom comics are totally doing that. That's
0: true. Yeah, yeah, the that comics don't have aren't made of thirty year old footage that yeah, is.
5: Not not yeah. yeah, using yeah. the Sentai SD. footage is the thing. I am just trying to like imagine like like the the, the American side stuff is still shot in like HD perfect and then it goes to this yeah. like, Yeah, yeah I, I would really image. like that. You know how in <laughs> Mighty
4: Morphin you could always tell it which to the Sentai footage it was grainier and shit? Oh uh-huh. man. It's that but also letterbox
0: now.
2: So, how do y'all want to do this? Do you want to do a, a, a bad category and then a good one? All the bad ones first? No, I H- think we have do to do
4: the teenies and then the tooties. Yeah, yeah that's how we've always the done withies. it. Let's go, let's go through the good and then let's get <laughs> well, angry. Well, no, actually, we need to bookend it because we've got to do the teenies, the withies, and the tooties.
3: Sure. Oh, okay. Right.
2: The, the withies are a new concept this year, which is uh, basically we're go- just going to do questions because we haven't oh, done That was a, like,
0: just a break where we ate a bowl of cereal and then
2: like, move on. We could also do that, but yeah. not on mic, please. So, let's let's get started. Yes, do not Latinis. eat anything on mic. Latinis. Uh, hey, get dirty. Don't limit what we can do. Ah, oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm so, sorry. So, <laughs> Best Melty Parter is the first award th- uh, this year. And best Melty Parters,
3: whatever parter <laughs> melted the best.
2: <laughs> st- Multi Parter. It's hard to say that word. So... Um, Multi our part nominees. Our nominees this year are Ranger Catastrophe, part. Uh, <laughs> Ranger 90, Catastrophe yeah. which is the one where uh, Cat infiltrates the team. She is a cat, and then she mm-hmm. turns into Cat. Cat the Cat and is the Cat in Ranger Catastrophe. Yes, and she's bad in that one. So. Then we have a different shade of pink, which is the actual transfer of power from Kimberly to Cat. Yes, that happened this year. I can't believe it either. Um, <laughs> We have Master Vile and the Metallic Armor, which I originally put on the worst multi list. But, but oh like, wait, it's on both. It's on every both. multi-parter... Yeah,
0: okay, oh, so you have... There's enough like to... Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, we've nominated this particular multi-parter for both best and worst. I mean, that, <laughs> that is not yeah, the first the time... It's, it's, right? it's it because the Master
0: Vile is good and <laughs> the Metallic Armor is bad, so it, there's yeah, a pretty, pretty neat there.
2: Uh, we've got a Power Zio Rangers be- is a land of contrasts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, we have a Zio beginning, which is where the we get the Zio powers, and then changing of the Zords, which is actually where they switch from, uh, I guess these aren't in order, because that's from when they switch to the sh- Shogun Zords? Yeah, to the Shogun Zords. So I guess how we'll do this is like, I, I kind of, I'll give my initial thoughts and then you guys, you know, give yours. We'll kind of go in a circle. You know, I was we'll... thinking maybe a neat format this time that I don't think has been done
4: anywhere is um, what if we did like a thing where for each entry, we go around in a circle and everyone says where they think it's better or worse than the last one.
2: <laughs> yeah, no one's ever done that before. <laughs>
4: new idea, brand new to
2: podcasting. Uh huh. Yeah. So here's, here's my initial thoughts for this. I really thought Zeo beginning was pretty good. Uh, I also thought Different Shade of Pink was pretty good. Those were the two that stick out to me most. I'm not sure what other people I like
5: Different Shade of Pink more, I think. I think
2: I like Ranger
0: Catastrophe more, because we get, like, Evil Cat in it, and also the car stuck in the Vortex or something, right? Oh, I
2: forgot about that. Is that also where we have... Yeah, so that's when Cat... Tricked Tommy into a car, and then they got yeah, stuck. Yeah, that was in really weird, good. That was really yeah.
3: Fuck cool, <laughs> uh, yeah! And Rita's on the dumpster that she turns into the car. Was
2: that part of that three parter, or was it like? That's I what I was going to ask. Is is that when we also I know, I, is I Ranger for that, that okay? Because if Ranger Catastrophe is where uh Rita is in a, a fucking, I okay, might have been
5: Catastrophe. Well,
2: hey, uh,
4: here's here's a pretty good way to find out. I pulled up the Wikipedia. Thank and you, Lexi. Mighty and Power I appreciate Rangers it. season three. All right, so the range, the first, they don't have very detailed synopses. I might have to go to Ranger Wiki if this uh, keeps up. But um, the first bit is when we're introduced to the cat that becomes Cat. Yes. And um,
2: I mean that's basically it. There's a mysterious cat. Um, and Aisha works at uh, a vet. Or, or a shelter, which has never been told to us before, and yeah, then never like comes that up again. Part, oh no, that
4: comes up again all the time because that becomes her one and only character trait.
2: Oh, I guess that's true. Yeah, I forgot about that. Um, Be-
4: yeah. So cat. Um, yeah. So cat traps Tommy in where the wherever the fuck in part two. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, part three is when. Or no, wait, that's just part one and part two. And then Changing of the Zords is immediately after that. And that's when Cat uh, steals Kimberly's power coin.
2: Oh, okay. So that's in the middle. And then A Different Shade of Pink is after that. Right. And A Different Shade of Pink, okay. there's a single episode
4: between the last three-parter and that one, which is Follow That Cab.
2: Yeah. Yeah, the, that was the good The third one. season was really, like, almost all multi-parters or a lot yeah. of them and yeah. yet we still barely had enough to fit in the teenies category <laughs> well so and then we so we talked about uh three of them and then Azio beginning is a pretty good start to the season is
5: Azio beginning like um is that like with um the two, the first two episodes of Azio yeah, so that's okay. that's
2: not the Zeo Quest stuff, which is not eligible w- for good categories. <laughs> I will which put which, it which
5: multi-parter had the thing where Tommy like went to some weird mystical cave, and like that's his- wow, that's you Zio- just
0: described literally every multi-parter. <laughs> no, but, and
5: okay, I and think. also also Cat gets like she gets corrupted. And I said it was horny. That she doesn't. They try
4: to corrupt her, but she does. It doesn't go through, which is I no, don't but think that's a partner. They're,
5: they're, 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 she, you can see the corruption going up halfway up here. She was being corrupted. She just
3: didn't get all the way corrupted. Fun, <laughs> I think that's actually Master Vile in the metallic armor. Is that that's far as oh, it? I think yeah. that's the corruption machine. Yeah, yeah, because that's okay, when okay, that's, going to ste- that's
2: when Tommy's <laughs> going
4: to steal the Zeo crystal.
2: There you go. So, so Master masterval and the metallic armor is when Tommy goes to get the Zeo crystal back after they put it yeah. all together Steel. And, and, and,
5: and that's my vote for a few reasons like, like like I said
2: like the the horny part was kind of funny for me
5: and like also like like just the whole cave thing and and how it kind of sets up Zeo I I really so like that like I so the thing is I disagree with you
4: Emily that it's horny I think it could have been horny but they set up a premise and then don't follow through with it it's just a it's a' it, it's,
2: a, so it's almost did, a bait and switch. I think
5: the thread of it was, like, horny enough. But,
4: I, I, again, that's not,
5: that's
2: not my cup of tea, and you're the expert here, so I'll go to you. I did, like, the literal dial that said good and evil. Oh, yeah, no, that like one, it slowly. was hilarious. <laughs> and, like, and they would have
4: actually explored the premise at all and, like, had her actually being corrupted. Um, sure. You know, like, and, you know, if there was more than three seconds devoted to that whole
3: concept, sure, maybe it would be horny. But, like, so, I, the, I, the problem I don't with, know. The problem I felt with immediately <laughs> turning Cat evil again. Is, is well, is, is, I, I guess I accidentally said it, is that it would be immediate. Because if we count multi-parters, like, all the parts as a single story, like, it, at that point, Catherine's been a Power Ranger for, like, a week. You yeah. know?
2: Yeah. yeah. So, so also in that, in that multi-parter, just to kind of, uh, uh, uh flesh it out, there's Master Vile, who is pretty fun, and the Metallic Armor, which is real stupid. So that's kind of what's there and then a zeo beginning uh is literally it's it's not the um alien rangers stuff it's after that it's when they oh, you've guys it's, you, zach you forgot one important
4: detail about master violin metallic armor okay the uh monster they're fighting throughout that three part is called the blue Globber. it's oh, true yes i forgot about <laughs> that. which fucking okay. sucks
2: i forgot about that uh but yeah so it's them going into the power chamber for the first time zordon has that that pretty decent speech about, it- like, I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. They hang up the old costumes in Batman style uh, and then start the Zeo stuff. What what actually happens? they like the fights in that. Yeah, they're pretty forgettable. They don't get the great. suits until part I mean, two. We get right? a
3: pretty cool introduction to how the Cogs fight. With that yeah.
2: fight and the intro to the the machine empire is fun. Oh, that's yeah. also the multi parter that has Zed and Rita running away, oh. which is very fun. Yeah, that's yeah, a that's very good yeah, last, sequence.
4: Basically, the last bits of Zed and Rita.
2: Yeah. So For now. so there you go. I, we've kind of talked about all of them at least a little bit. Um A different shade of pink. I don't think the whole miniseries is great, but. It's a send off to Amy Jo Johnson, and Kimberly's go going
3: away is pretty well done, I think.
5: Yeah,
3: Uh, like it's literally the only departure an actor gets that I would describe as good. Also, I just
5: remembered that like the uh, how does the cat being in the Olympics thing mix in with everyone's like oh Zio made like like uh, Rita made her
2: up oh. Oh wait! You're just asking how does that fit in with our bullshit it's a, theory? It's yeah. a false
4: memory. Like I mean, yeah, it's okay. just a made up. It's an implanted but, but memory. But she has a newspaper
5: well, article with her. With
4: her, right? Yeah, to reinforce the false memory. It's not control- hard. So Rita, oh. Rita just gave that to her. Is what you're saying? Or yes. planted Yo, it? Why? Yeah. <laughs> to
3: reinforce the false memory. I feel why like that's even. That, it to her? Why would she even give that? false ladies, memory to
5: begin with, though?
3: Ladies, <laughs> ladies, please. I want to call timeout on this because we're going to get deeper into this in a later category. Okay, I promise. Fine. Okay, fine.
5: Okay, fine. All
3: right. Should we vote? Uh, sure. Yeah, I
2: guess we can go ahead and vote. Um, should we do a, like a. a how do we do this before? Is it just a straight vote up and just down? So Yeah, straight everyone vote. goes
4: in and goes. We go around and everyone says what they vote for. And then if yep. there are ties, we. Do we unseal
0: the mat envelope, I guess, to break oh, the, the tie. Oh, sure. Well, there's well, five I mean, of
2: us, though, there, so.
4: there can't be a tie, because so, there's five oh. of us. So if there are ties, we'll have to yeah. figure out between those two or yeah. okay. whatever.
2: All right. Um, I'm actually going to say... I think I'm going to say a Zio beginning. Um, I think the intro of the, the um, Machine Empire is good. I think the new powers are cool. And I really like the Zed and Rita stuff. And so the that's part where
5: it like zooms in on that crystal and goes, Z-O! that was amazing. Yeah, well,
2: also that, yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, uh, here, I'll go around, I guess, in, in our Skype order. Simon. Uh, I'm going to vote Ranger Catastrophe because of the Vortex car and also horny
0: evil cat. But okay. not with the corruption from the other one.
2: Oh, just the normal horny Where she yeah. tries to seduce yeah, yeah, yeah. Tommy right. That was yeah, yeah, pretty good too yeah. Normal yeah. horny versus magic horny <laughs> <laughs> But also uh,
0: magic Because she's a cat and there's a spell So,
5: I don't
2: know <laughs>
3: Mike uh, I, I was originally going to go with Different Shade of Pink But then, because I had completely forgotten about The fucking Zen and Rita running away with boxes yeah. I gotta go with Zio. Beginning That's
0: real strong
3: Yeah,
2: okay, fair enough
4: uh, Lexi so the Zen Rita stuff in Zero's beginning is great, but the rest of it is too beholden to the to the dumb attempts at trying to have mythology for like the command center and like the getting different powers and stuff, and they didn't do a good job of that in my opinion. So I think I'm gonna have to go with Ranger Catastrophe. I really enjoy when one of the Power Rangers is evil and hamming
5: it up. Fair enough. Uh and Emily. I was gonna say Master Val and the metallic armor because, like, like I said, kind of earlier on, on top of the other stuff I said, um, uh, it sets up stuff and Power Rangers never did that before. Like it sets up Zero like really early in season three. Like it's kind of surprising yeah, that they true. had that kind of that foresight. It's definitely they named a thing <laughs> that will happen later. That's a pretty generous sure. definition of setup. I mean. I don't know about that. They set up the a crystal, and the crystal becomes the thing that gives them their new powers. Like I don't know. I think it's yeah. a pretty good setup. And then, like, I also, um, I um, even though like it's not, like, the best written scene, it's kind of cool to have Tommy be like, no, I've, like, fully gone past that old part of me, and now I'm, like, a
2: nervous know, new person. It, oh, and he has to fight. Yeah, that part is cool. I yeah, agree with that. Yeah, I don't
5: know. It, it makes for, like, it's just a cool Tommy moment in it, and... It has that
2: funny, horny scene for me. <laughs> okay, so that means a div- uh, Ranger Catastrophe has two. Ch- uh, Azio Beginning has two. Master Vile in the Metallic Armor has one. Mike, what is Matt's uh, vote?
3: Okay, so here's the thing. I don't know how seriously we want to take Matt's vote, because here's the thing. Uh, his pick is Ranger Catastrophe, and his reasoning is... Their creative choice to have Adam sacrifice himself to save Angel Grove (laughs) by driving an 18-wheeler full of dynamite and defective defective troll dolls could and likely should have been a total disaster, but the writing team pulled it off in a way that was surprisingly heartfelt and earnest to the character. Can I change my
4: vote to Matt's version of Ranger Caspery, please? (laughs) <coughs> that, that's,
1: okay.
0: that's a legit that's real really vote, so that. that wins. Oh.
2: So, <laughs> that's so good. Uh, uh, you know what? Uh, that's a good. Cr- so, <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I. Here's the thing. I love you. Matt. Do we? Th- do we think that he even remembers what that episode is? Well, I don't remember, never do seen you think he ever <laughs> saw <laughs> it. <laughs> Do I think
5: that
3: invalidates his vote? Not in the slightest. Exactly. Either I
5: don't think it invalidates
3: it. Here's what I want to ask, Emily, sweetheart. Mm -hmm. Could you be convinced to change your vote to break the tie?
4: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, not even change your vote. Like this is just a tiebreaker vote. It's a separate thing. Like your original vote stands as we have one for Master Vile and the metallic armor.
2: But yeah. So of of Zio beginning or uh, Ranger catastrophe, which did you like? Ranger catastrophe. Okay. All right. There then. you go. So Ranger catastrophe Ranger, takes it. Ranger catastrophe takes it. It's a really fun multi-parter. The it's cat really introduction funny. is good. Yeah. I like all the. Uh, I mean, the cat morph effects are very silly, <laughs> which is another thing I favor. So there you go. So That's our first Ranger category. catastrophe
4: one. Uh, Zio beginning runner up. Uh, Honorable mention to Master Vile and the Metallic Armor.
2: There you go. Uh, Best standalone episode. The nominees are Fourth Down and Long, where a bunch of people get turned into (laughs) footballs. That's really good. Uh, That never (laughs) happened. (laughs) The the motion (laughs) notion. um, So that's the one where Finster... Comes, that's where the Finster from Power Rangers meme is from. Right, right. Yeah, the, the, the meme the, that yeah. everyone knows.
4: The,
3: one that, the meme <laughs> yeah. that swept the nation the in 2018. Meme. Yeah, yep. yeah. Mm. The, uh, it, yeah uh, Finster makes a monster. It runs around with a love potion. And then the monsters just sort of clean up their own mischief so Zed doesn't find out. Mm-hmm. Sure. Also,
4: we find out that they can just go down to Earth invisible at any time. <laughs>
3: Yes. Yeah, choose not to. And yeah, and we get this great bit where fucking Lieutenant Stone and Mr. Kaplan almost fucking murder each other to win Mrs. Appleby's heart.
2: Yes. We've got Invasion of the Ranger Snatchers. Uh Mike, I don't remember that one. Which which one's that? That's the movie
3: one? That's a
2: bad episode. Why is
3: this <laughs> on a slip? <laughs> because it's it's one of the, okay as bad shit as it is, it's one of the most creative episodes they ever get to on okay. the American side. That's fair. because like I they really make like that like fucking it. weird fucking Twin Peaks room.
4: I have to push back against the notion that just because they got creative, that means it's deserves to be considered good. Well, there's, <laughs> listen, there's also what if you I get creative to be... with shit.
3: You've just made creative <laughs> <Okay>. shit. <laughs> well,
4: two
2: listen. things.
3: Two things. There's also all the fun stuff with Rocky at the film set. Yeah, and it's two, fun. if y'all don't like it, you can just not vote for it.
2: Yeah, it's <coughs> just nominated. That's okay. All right, I just couldn't remember which one it was. That's also the one with fucking horse horse hose. It also had a monsters. really cool
5: action scene with a lot of cogs.
2: That was awesome. Yes, that's true. It does have a bunch of cogs. Uh, Attack of the sixty foot bulk. Which is uh, the Alien Rangers episode where uh, they go? Point of order: We don't
0: review Alien Rangers episodes, right? Yeah,
4: I've got a question. Why is there an Alien Rangers episode on the the teenies side of this? Because this particular episode was fun.
2: Yeah, that's the one where they. That's the one that has the most fun uh, for me. Alien Rangers, uh, like actual fight scene where they're goofing on um, on, I guess tengas. Uh, at the uh at the water park. Uh and I thought that was fun. And I also like the part uh in that episode. I nominated this one by the way. Uh I like the part where Skull is like rounding up a posse to go find Bulk because he doesn't know that he's turned into the monster. No, he, and, he
3: does know that he's turned into a monster and no one believes him, but he's got to oh, save right. bulk.
2: Yeah. So and, he's rounding
3: up other kids to try and save bulk.
2: And the other Rangers are like, what are you are like Totally shits to him, and Skull is trying to be a her hero, and I like that episode. It's fun. Uh, we've got Wizard for a Day, which is the one where Rocky and one of the teachers switch Mr. places. Mr. Wilton. Okay, that's Mr. Wilton. Wilton. That was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Wilton. And
3: they, and, and Rito accidentally turns uh, Mr. Wilton into Marvo the meanie. <laughs> Which is right. so great.
2: And then yeah. they're like, how are we going to stop this monster without killing him? And I don't remember what they did. I think they, I think just, they just kill, kill him. him. Yeah, I think they just kill him and he just pops out and it
5: works. Mr. Wilton, uh, it was the introduction from Mr. Wilton. And he, Mr. Wilton is on like four of the nominations. It's like Wizard for a Day, Attack on the Six Foot Bolt, Potion Motion. Uh, no, he wasn't that, but he wasn't forked out and long. He's in a significant amount of think, episodes I think on this those list. Those are all
3: three Mr. Wilton episodes. That's, I know, that's, ridiculous. I know but that's
5: kind of funny, but like he, he just—he's hardly in any episode, and like oh. all of his episodes ended up on the list. That's pretty good. Props to Mr. Uh, Wilton.
2: But that episode's really goofy because, like, a it completely must misunderstands high school, like by just by itself, because you've got Mr. Wilton, like. At the end of the day being like, it's hard to be a student, and it's just yeah. real silly. Two, I like two that Two additional
3: one. things I want to put in Wizard for a Day's favor, and it, it, it's actually not my vote, but I want to point both of these out. One is that Rocky saves the day by doing chemistry. yes. It does. Boy, that's a that weird a
2: sentence <laughs> for
4: so many reasons. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And there's,
3: there's a bit where like it zooms in on the monster's chest and fucking a transparent Mr. Wilton head like, superimposes. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot goes, about that. It goes, help me, Power Rangers, <laughs> help me. <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, and then we've got Rangers in the Outfield, which is the episode where Tanya tells her shitty boyfriend to go get fucked. And that that's weird. pretty
4: great. I remember that's having weird. fun with
3: that one. Yeah, it also so has uh, Balkan, a funny Bulk and Skull sequence where they're told to pick up trash, and Skull impersonates a baseball umpire and just starts talking in gibberish. Uh, it has Rocky getting sucked into the batting machine, and it has the fucking incredible cog fight in the amusement park.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's the amusement park yeah, episode. It has a really, episode. really good
3: yeah, cog section, yeah.
2: Where they're fighting, fighting cogs at fucking go-karts and stuff. Okay, great. All right, uh, let's do votes, I guess. Because uh, this time we just described it as we went down the list, which is probably a better way to do but it than the way I did at first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so I will say there's something I didn't say about fourth down and long, and it's why it's my vote, which is that if you don't remember fourth down and long is the episode that has ninja catching footballs in a big mm-hmm. like tub to try to free the uh, the the captured rangers. And he also tries to use a bunch of uh, sports slang and doesn't know what any of it is. And it's ninja, so it's the best. And that is my vote, fourth down and long.
5: It's a good vote, yeah.
2: Uh, Simon.
0: Oh, f- uh, can I pass and come back? <laughs> I, I, I feel like I've forgotten like half of those episodes. I'm having trouble thinking of which one I like best. Okay,
2: sure. Mike.
3: Uh, I have to go with Rangers in the Outfield. Both for actual genuine character development on a Yellow Ranger, which I really like, and also just the fucking amusement park sequence. Holy shit, y'all. Yeah, it's
2: very good, yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay, Uh, Lexi. Uh, I think it's weird you only put three
4: episodes that actually exist and just made up two for this one. (laughs) But I guess it's hard to find standalone episodes.
5: Lexi, the only way I'll accept that is if you make an entire other like aliens of battleborgs, teenies of 2Ds. What? No, <laughs> no. You have I... to do it's an entirely own award, no, award show. If you're Emily, not going to allow it on this list, Emily, Emily, <laughs> it's because she
2: wasn't on those episodes. Uh, that's that's the joke. Uh, wait, what kind of <laughs> wasn't? Oh, that one. i thought you were talking about the Nevermind. I'm <laughs> dumb. All right, so Lexi, I'm so which? Sorry. Of, what is your vote though? Which of the, <laughs> of the three extant episodes would you like to vote for? Boy,
4: I. I'm actually really torn here because Rangers in the Outfield had I mean, we'll get to it because it's obviously nominated for a future teeny, but it had one of the best scenes we've had this year. But I think I gotta give it to Potion Notion just for being I don't wanna say good, but the <laughs> most plot. Like it's sure. just the, the the concepts in that episode are Stupid. Well, it also
2: did it also did something that we had wanted forever which was the monsters to go into the to the um school also, and fuck with them. Also I got
4: Finster actually in the mix for once.
2: Yeah, Finster walking around in front of fucking Miss Appleby is hilarious. Yeah, like I
4: mean I was half joking before but I genuinely love Finster from Power Rangers as a meme. It's it's, very it's really
5: good. <laughs> it's maybe really
4: really the good. best thing our show has created.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, go on Twitter and search Finster with Power Ranger. Finster from Power Rangers. Yep. I just double check to make sure that works, and They'll it will totally pull find it up. the
3: text that's printed onto the image. No, it's, it's <laughs> it, Don't worry, it works. It's just fine. follow. Just follow Replace with Y on Twitter. Yeah.
2: Um. So. So. Okay. Uh. Lexi. Great. Uh.
3: Yes, Lexi. Great. Emily. I agree. Lexi, great um, Emily. I
5: also want to vote for the Potion notion. Okay. <laughs> On top of like all the things Lexi said about it, with like like just how many how much good is packed in the episode for like ridiculousness? On top of that, it has a celery scene where Adam oh, oh is my like, God, "That's right, celery." Oh my God. Fuck.
2: That's the scene where the, one of them just walks up to the other one Adam and says, "Walks
5: up to Tommy. He's like celery.
2: <laughs> yeah, and it's out of nowhere and doesn't connect to anything. I, I forgot about, about that. that too. And it's the the <laughs> most inexplicable.
3: Yeah, I forgot about <laughs> oh, that. That was Lord. great. Uh, all right, in, uh, Simon, do you want to throw in a vote for anything? Or? Yeah,
0: I'm gonna throw in one from for Rangers in the outfield because I'm watching the amusement park fight right now and it's amazing.
2: You were right. Okay. So. There you go. All right, so that means I need to pick between Potion, Notion, and Rangers in the outfield. Good fucking luck. Um, I'm gonna have to do Rangers in the outfield, and it's because we get to have uh Tanya, a Yellow Ranger, have some actual character growth. Granted, from one other episode yeah. where she like let him get away with his shit, and then he yeah. said, "Oh no, I'll get better." But yeah, I totally I really like that, and also again, that fight's amazing. Um,
3: so yeah, that's what I'll go with.
2: Can we get? Can we go ahead and get Matt's? Because I need yeah, to let's, know. Yeah, let me get Matt's.
3: <laughs> Matt's vote is for Attack of the Sixty Foot Bulk. Okay, uh, and his reason is Bulk is great, and the episode name sounds like a penis joke. <laughs>
2: okay, good, excellent. Thank you, Matt. <laughs> All right, oh, Matthew. so now we're moving on to best new character. Hold on, hold on. We got we to we summarize these up at the
4: end for the, you know, the oh, listeners who are taking the right. So the winner of the teeny for best standalone episode is Rangers in the Outfield. In second place, the Potion Notion, honorable mention to fourth down and long. There you go. Yeah. Best
2: new character, Catherine, Tanya, Sestro, Delphine. Okay, hold on,
4: hold on. <laughs> who,
2: who the fuck is Sestro? <laughs> who the fuck is Sestro. Delphine? Yeah. Sestro is the blue <laughs> let's alien let's ranger. Lexi, if you,
3: if you get upset every time we nominate something from <laughs> Alien Rangers, this is going to take five hours. <laughs> well, like
2: I said, you have to make your own
5: fucking award show for that show. if You're going to say it's that different. <laughs> there are no <laughs> awards that that show
2: deserves. <laughs> Sestro uh, is the blue alien ranger who also appears in Zeo,
3: as we've so talked and about. Is Billy's boyfriend.
2: Uh, Delphine is the white alien ranger who is the first lady leader of a Power Rangers team, canonically Uh in the show. but Other than that, is boring and lame. To be honest, yeah, she's not great, but I thought it was worth listing her on here. I get you. Uh, We have Clank, who is Ratchet's buddy. uh, Yeah, Ratchet's buddy. We all know Clank is. He's the Scottish robot. The Scottish robot
3: that Zach was just about to call Irish.
2: Yes, he's mostly fine. I really only put him on here because I love Orbis, who's a little round robot <laughs> who makes shitty jokes about people and then like has 12 different ways to grow things for some reason that I don't understand. He plugs yeah. into
0: the robots and makes them big. That's yeah, what but I sometimes remember. he
2: shoots a ray at them, and sometimes oh, he yes, injects right. them with stuff, and sometimes he just like pokes them, and they get big. I I don't understand. his so I, I think I think
4: all the mechanisms are all just kind of for show. Like I think he just has magic growing powers, and he can manifest uh, them however he chooses.
2: Gotcha.
0: It's like potatoes. Uh, There's many ways to eat potatoes. You're still eating them at the end of the day, and feel good about it because potatoes are great. But I really
4: fries. like I really <laughs> like. Wait, was this Orbis? episode potato sponsored chips? by the Potato Council?
0: Nope.
5: <laughs> no, I think he just likes potatoes. I just
0: really like potatoes. I'm independently a potato
3: fan.
5: I got the, I got the munchies right now, and you're just talking about potatoes, and I'm mm.
3: upset now. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> <you>. so, <laughs> so, Zach was originally going to try and 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 list Clank and Orbis as a singular entity, and I nipped that shit in the bud. Oh, yeah, because let's face like it, it, Orbis is the part we care about. They're yeah. individuals. Uh,
2: I like Orbis more. He's tiny and he's little and round and he barely has arms and legs and he shit talks the other members of the uh, machine empire, which is funny to me and I just like him. And then our last uh, listed one is Mr. Wilton because because for some reason there's a a teacher they introduced in the in the third season who gets two spotlight episodes Shows up briefly in an alien Ranger episode, and then never comes back ever again. oh, he's
3: the water park I, guy, got it i yeah I will say, I will say, Mr. Wilton doesn't do a whole lot, he's not in very many episodes, but as far as episodes he's in being good, motherfucker is batting a thousand yeah 000.
5: like I said, like all of his episodes are on that best of list it's like, yeah, amazing in, in the
2: four thousand long episode, he like helps the the character of the week with his dyslexia which is really weird and crazy so yeah it's wait what's what's weird and
4: crazy about helping somebody with dyslexia zach
2: it's nothing it's just weird that the show went there like the only times previously it's talked about a disability it did it in a really poor way with the the deaf girl from the early season one episode and this was a lot more like, oh, hey, I've seen this kind of learning disability before. I can help you get through it. And it was actually
3: In fairness, well that done. wasn't Mr. Wilton that helped him. It was Rocky's uncle, the pro football player. Oh, that's
2: right. I forgot. Did Mr. Wilton not? Okay, you're right. My bad. I misremembered it. Never mind then. Wow, I take back Mr. My praise. Wilton. Yeah, I take back my praise for Mr. Wilton. So, um, Zach, I can't believe you stole valor for Mr. Wilton. I'm a jerk. So here's my vote. I, I wanna vote for Sestro because it would make Lexi angry. But if I'm being honest, I really like Kat. I didn't I thought I would hate her because yeah. I didn't remember anything about her. And I just remembered being mad that um uh, Amy Joe Johnson was gone, but like obviously that's not the character. Catherine's fault. Honestly, Cat is actress. at least as
0: good as Kimberly is, and she's managed yeah. to not just like be a personality clone of Kimberly exactly. and like make a mark of her own. So
4: I agree with your vote.
2: Don't, Lexi, go ahead. Don't
4: hate your new mother for replacing your old mother.
2: Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, I, I like Cat a lot. Um, I. It's funny. We obviously there's only ten episodes of of Alien Rangers, but like because of the way we do our show it was like 11 weeks or something like that before we saw adult cat again or teenage cat i guess and th- i was like oh yeah i like her i forgot because boy uh i actually just thought of a new addition to worst new character which it's is child cats. cat and i need to put that on the list when we I get mean, there
3: put, put um, pretty much all the kids there i guess it's a different actress but it's the same character
2: no, so, Child Cat is a different character. She clearly it's like is Smash not Smash Brothers, Australia. Link and Young
0: Link are two different characters. <laughs> yeah, Same no, thing. I
4: think it's completely fair to judge the <laughs> way they represent the character at age ten against the way they represent the character at age whatever. Uh, yeah, no, dude, but, I, I like
5: I like Simon's Smash Brothers
2: reference one yes, that makes the most but, sense to me. But yes, I like Cat <laughs> a lot. I think she's a well-written character. I thought her scenes with Kimberly were really fun to the point where I was bummed they don't get to interact anymore more, um, we, but yeah so that's my we vote. Need the.
4: We need a uh, Power Rangers cartoon so we can have Toon Cat Toon
2: <laughs> Cat, yes please uh, Simon, your vote Cat as well
3: Alright, Mike All right, uh, I'm actually going to go against the grain here I'm voting for Tanya I am, Here's the thing, I knew nothing of Tanya going into this In fact, I honestly knew nothing of Catherine going into this, because again, I didn't really watch Power Rangers as a kid I am shocked at how much and how quickly Tanya has endeared herself to me as a character over these first like eight or nine episodes of Zio.
2: I will say my main thing is just we haven't seen that much of her, but like yes, I she has definitely gotten a character faster than the other two Yellow Rangers, that's for sure. So I, I think that's. A I mean, how much
0: is how much of that is in the text, and how much of that is us imagining the existential horror that's behind her eyes every time you no, see of, her? None
5: of that for me. None, none of my appreciation for for Tanya comes at all from that.
3: <laughs> okay, <But> she's <laughs> just all great right. as a character. I like, do want yeah. to say also it it helps that her actress is like very charismatic right yeah, out right out of the gate. So and yeah. and I I feel bad that I can't remember her name, but like, I mean,
5: you guys mentioned like she was the first one that was cast, like, that was cast not just because she was good at martial arts, because, because she was an actress, like, yes, and it yeah, shows. Sure. Like, some of the other ones gotten better at acting, but she was good from the very get-go, yeah. so. I like I like Tanya a lot. Um, Lexi? Uh, I'm also gonna vote for Kat. Um, she, honestly, she
4: didn't really stand out to me that much. Like, she was alright from the start. Like, I enjoyed her when she was evil, but when she became good, she was just kind of, whatever. Um, until Luke like figured out what her whole deal is and that made her amazing
2: okay good i'm glad Uh, they were we're voting for her based on the fact that she's a magical construct yeah absolutely uh, okay perfect uh, I, love, I love how irritated Emily gets with that stupid
4: shit.
2: Uh, I'm going to be honest, that makes it like twice I mean, as much Emily fun. Emily just talked to
0: Luke for like three straight hours, and now she's in here, and we're subjecting her to more Luke.
5: <laughs> no, it's, it's okay. Um. I- <laughs> Um, I, I was very torn between Kat and Tanya, so that's why... You're all out when, of faith? I, when you guys voted... Is this how you, you feel? Guys both, God damn it. You guys both <laughs> voted Cat uh, first, so I was like, okay, I'm gonna vote Tanya, because I want her to get a vote, because she fucking deserves it. She's wow, you have been on Let's
0: Place, huh? Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's true.
5: <laughs> um, and then Mike voted Tanya, so I was like, oh shit, now she's, they're even, but then Lexi's voted Cat, so... <laughs> But I, 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 I can't choose between them two. I, I'm, I'm just gonna vote Tommy because you she's have less to. Votes yeah, I was gonna now. say, you have to. That's how this works. But I, I, I love go. them both yeah. so much. They're both so good. Like, Kat, I was so, like, I hated Kat as a kid. As a kid, I was like, she replaced Kimberly and she's boring. I don't like her. Like, I mean, I remember her saying that she's kind of like the girl version of Tommy. Um, in no, terms she's of not, like, how She's we're... not
4: that at all. Oh no, I've read plenty of stuff about the girl version of Tommy. Let me tell you. <laughs>
5: I'm saying that's what I thought she was gonna be. Before I actually saw her again And then I yeah. saw her again And she's definitely her own character shes I love Kat she's It really is worth great.
2: mentioning that the show Did do that weirdly hard push For her I don't yeah. I don't know if you're, yeah. y'all remember that where No like, I remember that Luke she, she was oh, the yeah. only we'll person in the friggin intro For like a couple episodes And yeah. it was like wow Okay yes you want us to like Catherine I get it but yeah, yeah I still like her though Mm-hmm.
3: Um, All right, okay, uh, she's cool. I so like that her a lot. that is uh, Catherine takes it, second place Tanya, uh, no third place,
2: G- which is honestly
3: th- kind of not surprising. Give me that Matt vote. Alright, so the Matt vote. Uh, best new character, Catherine, reason. She's actually a cat, I'm pretty sure, and cats are cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there you go. Good reason. Yeah, no, flawless. Like that That would work. Yeah, I, I will also say I like
2: Orbis. I. I think he's very silly and fun. I like all the robots.
0: I'm going to say it. They're good enough to replace the moon crew. I like him.
4: Uh, I
3: disagree with that, but Orbis is fine.
0: No, wait, you're right. Prince, What what's his face? Prince is Sprocket. Kind of a, oh, Prince yeah, he's I like Sprocket. Prince like Sprocket. But
3: can, we, can we just go ahead and give Orbis an honorary third place? Sure. Yes. Oh, okay. I, yeah,
5: okay. I was, I was going to say Mr. Wilson, because he's only been in three episodes, and all three of them
2: were good episodes, but sure. Yeah. Orbis is yep. cool. All right. Best MOOC moment or sequence? Uh, so this is the best moment for a MOOC. Um, I, I think it was intended to be specifically like the, the foot soldiers. Uh, but, but you'll see that there was one of them that's not that. Um, so the first, uh, first <laughs> nomination, you can't, Lexi, you can't put funny photoshops in the chat. We can't sure, do this. Can.
3: <laughs> Listeners at home, Lexi has taken that picture of Marge Simpson holding a potato where she says, I just think they're neat. And has pasted I, I Simon's just face on neat. it.
2: And photoshopped Simon's face on it. So good. Okay.
4: Uh-huh. So, um, I, re- I re- request that this be the uh, album art for this episode. <laughs> Thank okay. you. Yes, please. Well, I'll have
2: to send it to Eric, but yeah, okay. Okay. Uh, so the first nomination is Downloading Rocky's Program. This is when a, a uh, goddamn cog goes to school with a backpack on, pulls out a disc from the backpack, puts it in, types the password, which is M-O-O-K, MOOC, and then downloads Rocky's Program.
0: Oh, so that's the literal best MOOC moment.
2: Yeah, and then I think like
3: backflips
2: through his portal... I no, remember he he has like dis- a
3: reverse thumb he, like, he, he throws his like thumb back and voop down he goes.
2: Yeah, okay. Um, that was very,
3: very funny. What's great about that, which I think we never really like delved deeply into during the episode, because we were just so obsessed with the fact that this mook entered the password mook. The girl that Rocky was doing the computer project with had to have set that as the password. Yeah, that's Why true. would she set <laughs> the program the password as mook? Yeah, I don't know. Um Maybe she was so- making
2: fun of Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> like, if yeah. a mook. <laughs> Um, we've got uh, stealing the costumes from the movie set, which is from Invasion of the Ranger Snatchers. Uh, it's very short, but it's just you're like watching what's happening on the set, and then four cogs with with costumes just run <laughs> past everybody, and it's very very funny. Mm-hmm. It's a good visual gag. Um. Then we have Goldar and Rito getting clowned on by a bus full of children. It <laughs> just makes me laugh reading it. I know they aren't, like, mooks, quote-unquote, but they're oh, close they're enough. Oh, they're mooks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're, like, and... they're, like, the leader mooks, but they're still
5: mooks. <laughs> they're
2: mooks
4: yeah. in both the, like, literary sense of, like, a classification of, you know, people on a show like this. And also in the more colloquial sense,
2: yes, yeah. But I, I like that episode, or I liked it because we already knew that, like the Rangers as children could beat Goldar and Rito, but this is just kids. It's it's, like, final, it's just children. It's the <laughs>
4: final point on Goldar's downward trajectory across all of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers.
2: <laughs> he got defeated by children with like popcorn, just throwing stuff at him. Like he's yeah. got the reverse of um. Like,
4: the Dragon Ball Z power creep issue.
2: Yes. We have, a uh, Tingas at the car wash, <laughs> uh, which is from one of the Alien Rangers episodes. I can't remember exactly which one, but basically... It was on Tinga's the spider.
3: It was with T- the spider, yeah. And yeah. then Adam's, uh, quest, I believe, as well.
2: Tingas go into a car wash, and all oh, their... They get naked.
3: That's it raises weird.
2: some questions about <laughs> Tenga anatomy. I still don't... So... When they're naked, do they still have that chest plate thing? Is that part of their body? No, that's gone. Yeah. Okay, it's part of their I body, but
3: I guess it's part of their feathers.
2: Okay, it's just weird. And then uh, last nomination is fun at the amusement park. We've talked a little bit about it already, but God, that's pretty good. Like the go kart stuff's great. The best part of that for me is they when they cut to, um, I think it's cat. In, yeah, a in a swan paddle boat? boat? Yeah, yes, yeah, one boat. And yeah. then it like and then it pans over and there's three cogs also in paddle yeah, boats. So, yep. so the crazy it.
4: thing about that scene that really elevates it is the fact that it first of all it's shot like sped foot sped up footage, so it's like you're basically on the razor's edge the entire time trying to keep up with like it. So but <laughs> they just they have set up elaborate concepts <laughs> off camera and then just cut to them. They give you no time to process
3: what's going on. Yeah, you you can't what's deal. Great is, yeah. It's like the Rangers play Keepaway because we have go-karts and then, like, Tanya on, a, like, a jungle gym on a rope bridge. And then we get the swan boats. And then we get Tommy on a different kind of go-kart. Yes.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. So, yeah. Um, I'm going to have to go... Uh, to, I really like all these, but I have well, to yeah, go amusement park. That's how. That's feel, how the good side of the awards are supposed to go. It's supposed know, to be art. Yeah. I know, and I feel like it's going to be kind of a a landslide. But that amusement park seat, I kept, like every cut. I couldn't stop laughing, <laughs> and it's and also it's purposefully funny, which a lot of the other ones I don't think are supposed to be funny, yeah. but they are so. Yeah, I, I really like that one. Uh, Simon.
0: Yeah, same thing. Fun at the amusement park, yeah. I watched it just now, and it's Perfect. really good. <laughs> All
3: right, Mike. Fun at the amusement park.
2: Yeah, I kind of figured this. Lexi. Yeah,
4: I mean, the. I think the key to Fun at the amusement park and why it's the breakaway winner is the fact that it builds on itself. Like, it's not just a funny scene. It's a scene that gets funnier the longer it goes.
2: Yeah. It gets so... Sti- like, the... The boats is just so dumb. Like, <laughs> it, it, the, the go karts is already silly, it's, and then it just keeps it's, getting it's, dumber. It's, it,
0: it plays kind of like a scene from a Naked Gun movie or something, where yeah. like there's yes. like a foot chase or something, and they jump into those swan boats and just start paddling at, after each
4: other. It's, it's an really escalation good. of absurdism.
0: Yeah.
5: Yeah. Uh, for my vote, I'm going to do a minority vote for Goldar and Rito get clowned on by a bus it's full of vi- children. It's also very good. One of the main yes. reasons is because I keep reading it and laughing because the <laughs> sentence is like amazing.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's I will crazy. say that that ties into the Matt vote for anyone who's curious because Matt <laughs> vote Rito and again all he has to go on is the descriptions I gave. Yeah, and he just wrote Goldar and Rito get clowned on by a bus full of children, and his <laughs> reasoning is okay. This one genuinely <laughs> rules.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. hey. He's not wrong.
3: All right.
2: Best bulk and skull moment. Uh, got a little bit less bulk and skull this this season. I feel like than we did last year. Well, yeah, because um, like they spent a bunch of it as children.
0: Yeah. Yes. And the rest and of the, rest of the, the time as cops. Yeah. Uh,
2: though that said, two of them, two of these nominees, are when they're kids. Even though most of their, that stuff was bad. Uh, but the first one is bulk becomes a monster. Skull rounds up a posse of kids to save him. Uh, Bulk and Skull are huge Alien Rangers fans So there's that scene where They meet the Alien Rangers and they are Asking them like if they know Captain Kirk And all this stuff and they have a bunch of like Pins
3: and they also have that debate In detention about how like You know could the Alien Rangers Defeat Darth Vader and shit Yes yes, Mm -hmm.
2: which is just a cute like character Moment for them Uh, Bulk and Skull take in a desperate reader Rito and Goldar just that whole plot point where take they it have is a Rito very generous way they of describing what they do to them. slave amnesiacs. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, they do do that. But Bulk and Skull funny. take
0: advantage of Desperate Beto and Goldar.
2: Yes, there you go. Uh, but it is very funny. Um, mm. Bulk and Skull drive their motorcycle through a farm, crash into Lieutenant Stone, almost kill him. I do not so remember that, that. So it's a sequence where... They're just on a motorcycle, and then they're on a farm for no fucking reason. <laughs> Skull thinks he's taking
3: a shortcut. They drive through hay bales. They accidentally bring farm hands along for the ride. They drive through some mud. Uh, they ultimately crash into Lieutenant Stone and miraculously help him finally get some ketchup out of a bottle because he's at Ernie's.
2: So the Shad is pretty asshole sure y'all, y'all are making this, bottle, this up.
3: And he's
5: but, not squeezing the bottle. Fucking asshole. Here, I,
2: have to, I have to describe this because the way it works... Is that Lieutenant Stone is trying to get ketchup out of a bottle, and as Emily said, he is not squeezing it. So what the fuck? It's not a
5: glass bottle. It's a a
2: normal plastic bottle. He's just a moron. (laughs) But but the point is, he like because they didn't know how to composite their shot. He just like looks towards the camera and starts screaming, and then because they couldn't actually drive a motorcycle into a man. They just cut to, they just like fade to black and then pull back up, and Balkan Skull's motorcycle is like crashed into the side of Ernie's. Classic. It's very funny. It's a, it's a great, I like great it a editing.
3: I will say, right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, I will say for this sequence. So all of the other nominees here are really great, like character moments, either like as well, far as we we as development or they're funny. Yeah. But I, I do want to say for and, for this particular the motorcycle sequence, it is the most pure, just clown magic slapstick bullshit we got all year. Mm-hmm.
4: Clown magic slapstick bullshit was my favorite Red Hot Chili Peppers album.
2: <laughs> 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 and then the last, <laughs> last nomination is Bulk and Skull, Catch the Guy Who Stole Kimberly's Car. Uh, so, yeah, they I don't remember this one. Mike, can you uh, It's me- from
3: Krabby Cabby episode. Uh, follow that cab. Because remember, the, the whole impetus is Bulk and Skull are looking for a car thief, and and they kind of accidentally help a thief steal Kimberly's car. So they go to chase him down and then That's all the right. you know, shenanigans happen. But at the very end, Bulk and Skull actually like get their man and they get Kimberly's car back. It's like the only time we see them actually be effective as police officers or in any capacity, really.
4: Yeah. It's the most baffling part of their whole arc because it kind of highlighted how unclear
2: it is, how much of a police officers, a junior police officer <laughs> actually is. Yes, yeah, for sure. Um, so I'm going to vote uh, for oh, I think I'm gonna do Balkan Skull take in slash enslave Rito and Goldar. Uh one, I just one think vote a lot for of slavery from Zach. Yeah, yep, <laughs> that's me. It just provides so many different fun moments. Like it, it also recently there was an episode where it became pretty clear to me that Rito and Goldar are just waiting for them at all times to give them something to do mm-hmm. to the point where they just like hide in the bushes near them until <laughs> they get signaled and I just it's very funny to me and I like it a lot. Okay, that uh, that sounds kinda horny, I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> well, okay, sure, if you want to look at it that way.
4: Simon I'm also going to vote from for the
0: ongoing Rito and Goldar slavery slash whatever they have going on thing.
3: Sure, uh, Mike uh, I'm gonna go with them catching the guy who stole Kimberly's car It's, thus far it's kind of their proudest moment And I, I like that I can't believe that happened
5: this year <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe Kimberly
3: was around at the beginning of this year Or of last year, really but, Yeah, yeah. Uh, 2018 lasted a thousand years
2: Yes, uh, Lexi
4: uh, I'm not a moral degenerate, so I'm not gonna vote for slavery Um okay I think I'm going to have to go with uh, Skull rounding up a posse of kids to save bulk, because it's kind of the perfect encapsulation of, yeah, they're complete fuck-ups, but they have each other, and, like, they aren't going to do a good job, but they're going to try to look out for one another.
2: Yeah, yeah, I really like that moment, too. Uh, And Emily... I like that moment as well. It's very good.
5: Um, I was thinking about how, like, after he becomes normal, like, kind of just, like, he's says like, oh, no, I wasn't giant. You know, Skull, like, distinctly remembers him being a monster. That was kind of weird. But, like, other than that, it's a really good moment. But I think I might actually go for the Balkan Skull drive their motorcycle through a farm one because, like, that's just pure, like, we're making a slapstick show. This is, yes. this is, this is three stooges right here.
2: It's very, know? very silly. Yeah, yeah, I dig that part a lot. Uh, Alright, so, in that case, uh, Bulk and Skull take in uh, Rito and Goldar as first, and then three uh, ties for second place. <laughs> uh, Balk and Skull—Bulk be- becomes a monster, Skull rounds up a posse, Balk and Skull drive their motorcycle through a farm— and Bulk and Skull catch the guy who stole Kimberly's car. I'll get
3: second place. There you go. All right, And for the record, Matt's votes, Bulk and Skull taking a desperate Rito in Goldar. He says this one also sounds like it genuinely rules.
2: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um Alright. Uh, Best Monster. Uh the the uh, nominees okay. this year. I, f- uh, I feel like
0: you skipped over a category for yeah. I did. I-,
2: I figured that one should be last. Okay, okay, okay cool. Uh so sure. I just I'll do that last. All right. Um I also have pictures, so if if anybody doesn't remember what some of these yes, guys look like, I will put them be, up. That in would just be useful. Thank you. Uh, so I'm going to read them first. Uh, Artist Mole, Witchblade, Crabby Cabby, Hydro Contaminator, Cintaback, um, and Marvo the Meanie.
4: Okay, half of these sound like video games from the pre NES era,
0: except sure. for Witchblade, which sounds like a. PS2 slash original Xbox game.
3: Right. Okay, so just to break it down, Artist Mole is the French mole artist that Kimberly had a nightmare about yep. when her mom got remarried to a Frenchman. Okay, and that never happened. she didn't want to leave Angel... <laughs> yeah, she didn't want to leave Angel Grove, but that wound up happening anyway. Uh, Witchblade is a weird sea monster witch thing that talked like the Wicked Witch of the West. Like It looked
2: cool, e- mostly. Yeah, yeah, and
3: even more on the nose than Rita was uh Wicked Witch of the West thing. And she had a climactic battle with Sestro, which I think is just about the coolest thing any of the alien rangers do, which isn't saying much, but there it is. Uh, Krabby Cabby is exactly what it sounds like. He was a giant monster cab that... The actual monster ran around on wheels, which is a fucking impressive bit of costume making. It's a good
2: design, yeah. Uh,
3: Hydro Contaminator was like a big green robot ball thing that, uh, actually happened in the last episode we covered in 2018, uh... He wanted to contaminate the water. What was fun about him is uh, King Mono just saw him doing his thing. He was like, I guess I'll send down some cogs to help him. And then the cogs died and the monster genuinely didn't care. I can't <laughs> yes. believe that the monster called Hydro
4: Contaminator
3: wasn't from the fucking Alien Rangers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, well, he
5: kind of was because...
3: Yeah, he was an Alien Rangers enemy that Sestro sought out help to try and defeat. Yes, yeah.
5: Yeah. It's see um, why you weren't on an episode, Lexi, because it, yeah, it was yeah, it was a game. weird
3: Alien
4: Rangers. Yeah, holdover. it's a real shame I didn't get more Alien <laughs> Rangers content. Really, real, real bummer there. Yeah,
3: Centebac uh, <laughs> was the Centebed uh, quarterback who turned people into footballs, uh, and Marvo the Meanie is the monster that Mister Wilton got turned into accidentally. He's like a weird
2: alchemy themed genie or something i don't know exactly what his okay, deal wait, is
5: i i missed the witchblade one what is it what was her deal again she is a like a witch she but talks like a the blade. Witch what, was the, what was the episode though oh it's uh then? it's
3: the alien rangers episode where Cestro has to go off on his own to get more water also they 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 talk to fish in an aquarium at one point
2: okay gotcha I'm yeah
3: um
2: so yeah, I have uh, linked the the pictures uh, in the chat there. Um, the Skype chat, so, uh, Skype chat. Yep, yeah, they're all in there, and they're in the order we've listed them. Uh, I really want to c- quickly want to say I'm looking at Artist Mole, and I still don't fucking understand what that design is. <laughs> oh, no, I know. It's the collar thing. It's. W- it what? looks like it's wearing multicolored bananas on its yeah. neck for some reason. Are those uh, like, because
0: most have these tendrils around their mouth, is that what that's supposed to be?
2: I don't know. Oh, God. I could not tell you.
3: I have it's to vote. Pr- it's probably something to do with a yokai based on the season it's from.
0: Yeah. And I mean, it's it's a scarf because it's
2: French and whatever, so that's part of it. But I, don't I have know. to vote for sent to back for a couple reasons. One, its attack is that it turns people into footballs with their, <laughs> that like have their mask painted on it. And also, as a side note, uh, it's basically just a football man with a bunch of legs all over it, and it's then legs. <laughs> it says "legs" on his <laughs> chest, which is very funny <laughs> to me personally. That's pretty good uh, reasoning. So that's me, Simon. Um,
0: I think I'm gonna go with the Krabby Cabby, because I remember it's that a good design. Yeah, he and he gave them like a good chase. That whole episode was about chasing him, and it
5: was they had the motorcycles introducing that. Episode oh yeah,
0: and... also that. So, yeah, Krabby Cabby for me.
2: Uh, Lexi?
4: Uh, weird you picked only, weird you only offered two monsters that are actually a thing, but um, between the <laughs> two of them, I think the Krabby Cabby gets my vote because it kind of reminds me of the uh, cab from Framed Roger Rabbit, and that's a good show.
2: It, it also kind of looks like a minion, the actual thing driving well, it. Well, you, so. uh,
4: you ruined it. I am now <laughs> voting for the Witchblade. <laughs>
3: okay. There you oh, go. God,
4: you're right. It does look like that.
3: Uh, <laughs> there you go. Uh, Mike? I'm voting for Krabby Cabby. Just having a monster on wheels is too impressive to me. Also, and, I just want to
0: we... know what the Plankton really wants to know the secret recipe behind making him. <laughs>
5: yeah, I sorry. think that the the crabby cabbie has a pretty good like silly design. Like it's a really good like cartoony cool design. But the witch blade looks legitimately badass. I fucking love it. The design of it. It's a really cool looking monster. So there you go. Go with that. All,
3: All right. right. It looks like Zach. You need to break a tie between the witch blade and the crabby Cabby
2: Uh, I like the minions. So I'm <laughs> gonna pick crabby Cabby Excuse me. I love I'm the minions. So- Wait, Emily, okay, were you not really aware? <laughs> I am
4: leaving. <laughs> I like how Zach has so many different crimes against humanity <laughs>
2: that nobody can keep track of all of them. I understand why people don't like the, the minions as like a thing in marketing and stuff because people just slap them on everything. I get it, but I think the movies are fun. So, so like, I mean, sorry. there are a specific
4: style of comedy that a lot of people find grating. Just in general. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah,
2: that's fair. I like them. People but hate the yes. rabbits
4: for the exact same reason.
2: It's the same goddamn yeah, thing. Right. Yeah, yeah, totally. And they're the worst. Yes. I
3: like the rabbits right. also. So the winner is Krabby Cabby followed by Witchblade and then back.
2: Also, to be clear, it's not because it looks like a minion. It's because it's crazy that yeah, no, they the managed Krabby to build rules, this little. Like, yeah, it's a cool
3: design. Uh, so, yeah. And there then you go. Uh, Matt's reasoning is Witchblade because he likes the pun.
2: Okay. Oh which blade? Which oh. blade?
3: Which blade? Which one? Which one? Oh, uh, like a switch blade, Zach, is the Oh,
2: okay. That one. <laughs> Alright, I mean, so last like, category. Call, Maybe I'm... this blade or this one. <laughs> shank, <laughs>
0: shank, 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 shank. Uh, I
2: was gonna be like, don't blame Zach for that. Like I'm the one who brought that up. It's <laughs> fine. Okay, and the last two teeny this year, the Radbug Memorial Award for doing a good job, actually. Giving Catherine a proper send or introduction. <laughs> sorry, giving Kimberly a proper send off. The handling of the Tanya slash Sean storyline, or Shanya as the shippers call them. Oh boy! Uh, finally, giving a Yellow Ranger a personality. Billy becoming the tech expert and being a better Zordon. King Mondo being an unstoppable evil force who just happens to be kind of lazy. <laughs> is the last one. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, I think most of these are pretty, pretty self-explanatory. Um. I think I the the King Mondo thing to to explain a little bit more. In a lot of King Mondo's plots, it, it's not he doesn't like first they have Earth literally under a blockade of a giant armada of ships and. Their strategy is just like, I don't know, send a monster down every once in a while, but like don't worry about it that
3: much. It's fine. And also have our son do it mm-hmm. for practice.
2: And also I'm too busy, so let this child robot do it. And it's just kind of
0: He really is a lazy royal.
2: Yeah. When when they lose too, they're like, "Ah, eh, whatever." Yeah, next Yes. Time. Yes, that's that's it's a very different thing from Rita and Zed who always like scream when they lose. When King Mondo loses, he does get a little upset, but he's usually just like eh. he, he's like not super invested into the whole
0: idea of taking over the earth. He's just there cuz that's the next thing to do, I guess, and they're going to yeah. do it, but whatever. And it's
2: it's a very fun like personality <laughs> way for for King Mondo to work and be different from Zed and Rita. Um I think I'm going to go with the Tanya Sean thing. I really liked that. It not only did it give Tanya a a, a like fast uh, personality, um, but also like in a kid's show where so often um, like the, the big thing that it impresses on everybody is like, be nice to people and they'll be nice to you. And, and like that that's the most important thing is being nice to people. Uh, it kind of did a thing where it was like no sometimes people just suck and they're gonna be shitty to you and you can't make them be better yeah, and show so the
0: best Sean just like falls off a cliff immediately as soon as he's introduced like the second scene he's in he's trying to get Tanya to cheat on her test or whatever yeah
2: he sucks immediately yeah. and then in the in the the baseball episode he is extremely jealous of his girlfriend for being like good at baseball Oh yeah that's right uh and he you know she eventually is just like well then fuck it i don't want to talk to you anymore and i i really like that i think yeah, that's no, a, it was, a solid it was character beat
5: very good
2: and also a good thing to show kids is like sometimes it's okay to just drop people you can do that
0: uh simon um i th- i think i'm going to go with the cat introduction i i just okay i it's a little... They play... I just really like Evil Rangers. It's so much fun. It's like the Evil Tommy at the beginning was so good, and now they're doing the same thing kind of with her. It's really good. I like the it.
2: The show lends itself to hammy performances, yeah. and I think that she does a pretty good job with oh, it.
0: She's, she's really good at it. I, I kind of wish she just stayed evil for the
2: whole thing. And and also, we got those times when she was evil, where where Rita would just be, like, around on Earth to yeah. talk to her, yeah. which was funny every time. So that's that's a solid pick. Yep. <laughs> Lexi?
4: Uh, I don't think I'm comfortable giving them any awards for how they handled King Mondo, because we've only had, like five episodes of him.
2: Yeah, that's totally fine. I just think it's funny so um, far in yeah, the no, way so that far,
4: they've done with like, him. I like what they've done with it. I'm curious to see how quickly it devolves yeah. into the same laziness that Zed and Rita have because they were both they were both fantastic early on too.
0: Yeah. Sure. I I I kinda held off on like voting for that because I know that the thing that's coming down the pipeline for Mondo is actually really cool and like it's gonna be really good for next year's teenies, I feel like. Okay. Because yeah. fair the well, stuff that happens that with him is really good.
3: That is a, a counterpoint for why I feel it at least belongs on this list. Oh, I don't think I'm gonna vote for it, it but it I think it belongs. Belong. Is that uh is, is that this is just like what happened this year.
4: Yeah. No, I wasn't. I wasn't uh, criticizing its inclusion at all. I'm just saying I don't feel like I can vote for it because of that. Sure.
0: Like I, I'll just say that King Mondo's attitude about the whole thing is not accidental. It's not. It's not just like our head ten or you're anything. You're saying we're
4: not reading too much into this. No, we're not.
0: This is like. The
4: show notices
0: this, and what follows for his arc is directly in consequence of his oh, attitude that's a, right that's
4: now. Great. That's yeah, very that's encouraging, exciting. because that's yep. about the first time the show has done that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, Lexi,
2: um, what do you want to pick, then? Listen,
4: hey, I'm still going through it. Give me some, okay, give me some okay, sorry. This. Um, I think Billy becoming a tech, ses- tech expert is the right direction to take his character, but also, so far, he hasn't been much use. He kinda just sure. he's kind of just taken over well, the I mean, role. He He's taken Zords. over the Zordon Alpha role of just kind of uselessly telling them what they need to do to move the plot forward. Sure. Um uh, Tanya getting a personality is kind of offset by the batshit way they did that.
3: That still <laughs> has not
4: adequately been explained. Um so, yeah, I think the I think the top three are all good contenders.
2: I got to give it to my girl, Kimberly. All right. Yeah. Like that was the a show good gave her re- the
4: respect she deserved.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, I they they give her agency in like deciding to leave. It's not uh, the you know, even though technically the the first three Rangers uh, were like had the choice whether or not to go to this conference. It really just felt like, OK, goodbye. And they made it feel like she made the choice,
3: and I appreciated that a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right, Mike. Uh, I'm also going to go with giving Kimberly a proper send-off. Just contrasted so much. I feel like the reason I feel so strongly about it is because we have so many other bad examples, both from when the first Rangers that left all left, and you know later on with the Aisha departure, like we see what how the show typically ends up doing things and you know because that it's just kind of what you end up having to do when an actor d- departs very suddenly and a lot of shows have to deal with that but we also kind of know for a fact that it happens with power rangers because they treat their actors poorly so the fact that kimberly like they actually took the time to like give her a proper send off introduce a replacement have the two of them interact have kimberly like pretty directly pass the torch and then and then go, like that. Like I, I have to give my vote to that. That was the best thing they did this year.
2: Fair enough. Uh, and sorry, I closed my stupid uh, window. Emily.
5: Yeah. Um, I think all of that is very strong reasons to go with um, Giving Kimberly a sent proper sign off. I'd probably be my second pick, but um, I really think that. I, I was very impressed with how they handled Tanya and Sean Like the other stuff it's like oh it's really cool if it did that well but like that, I don't know it's, somehow it feels like on a whole nother level to handle an abusive boyfriend right for this show because that's literally what he was yes. like and they did it in a good way I was like really not expecting Power Rangers to ever get good at doing that but I did expect them to get better at like
2: introducing characters so
5: I don't know it seems like it's on a whole nother level so that's why I'm going to vote for that
2: All right. I think it's a minority
5: vote but yeah
2: so that means Simon uh, between Kimberly and Tanya Sean. What do you think? Uh, I'm gonna go with Kimberly. I think. All right. So Kimberly's departure wins uh, with Tanya and Sean's storyline second, cool. and Catherine uh, giving a proper introduction third.
3: What was Matt? And for Matt uh, giving Kimberly a proper sendoff, and we actually have an, an earnest description from him. Amy Jo Johnson is a good actress, and I'm glad her character got a better outro than the original three.
2: Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. So, all right. Um, okay, uh, let's take a quick break, and we'll come right back and do the 2D's. Yeah. Wikipedia says,
0: sumo is a form of competitive full contact wrestling where a wrestler Rikishi. attempts to force his opponent out of a circular ring Dohyo. or into touching the ground with anything other than the soles of his feet. At Basho & we guide you through the bi-monthly tournaments, Basho talk about our favorites, and complain about the judges, Shinpan. almost like a real sports podcast. But we also talk about how cute Kawaii. the athletes are, Join me, Frankie. And me, Eric. On Basho and Tell. Find us at audioentropy.com. Sumo is great. They even made an anime about it. And remember, keep, keep your, your feet, feet on, on the, the ground.
2: ground. Hey, everybody, welcome back. Uh, so, now that we've done the teenies, it's time to do the withies, which are questions from you. Uh. We have not been getting as many lately. That's probably my fault because I wasn't answering them as much, um, which I'm sure made it not as fun to send them in. But we're gonna really try to to be doing these questions again in the new year. So please do send them in. Um, I've got a couple, so I'm gonna do those uh, from but, Tim. But don't don't force it. Like if you don't have a question, don't start winning. We don't have two do questions. Yeah, we don't have to, but 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 we will answer them if we get them. So oh, real quick, uh, if you have questions. Send them to us at TeensWithTude on Twitter. TeenagersWithAttitude uh, is our Facebook group. And TeensWithTude at gmail.com is our Gmail uh, box, I guess. So, Tim asks, How has Zio compared to the built-up expectations so far? Does it basically just seem like Mighty Morphin? Or does it seem like a step towards a truly better show? So, there's a couple aspects of this. I will say... It doesn't just seem like more Mighty Morphin, correct? To Agreed. me, anyway. Um, I, I feel like there's enough to differentiate it. The cast is almost completely different.
4: Well, I think outside of outside of the like um, superficial reasons why it's different, um, I do think like the writing and directing and the, the, just the way the show is presented feels different. Like they're deliberately doing yeah. things that they were not doing in Mighty Morphin.
2: Yeah, and especially the end of Mighty Morphin was – we mentioned it earlier, but it was a lot of multi-parters, and this has been more serialized. Um, so, yeah,
3: and, yeah. And, and the thing is, Zeo, like, th- there's – like, we're going to we, – we have R, and we'll continue to argue about whether or not it's actually any good, but I think it's pretty hard to deny that Zeo is a lot more competent than previous In seasons. Terms of-
2: just basic like scripting and, yeah. and everything, yeah, yeah. I it's, a way, it's a way better put together show,
4: right? And that kind of that kind of is some of the material component, I guess, of what I was driving at. Of the like, so much of Mighty Morphin seemed to be driven by the, I don't know, fuck it, just put something out there, mm-hmm. sort of thing. Yes. But, like you could see, like they had a very broad idea, and rather than actually developing that into a coherent script, they just kind of. Through it together as they went and it feels like they're actually putting some effort into writing a script whether they're doing a good job of it or not is maybe up for discussion yeah but the, just the fact that they're actually there's a sense that there's some structure and some intent behind it i guess that didn't used to be
3: there yes yeah sure. it's way it better it feels deliberate is probably a good way to put it yep. yeah the next yeah.
5: episode we have coming up is a very strong episode mm-hmm. i'm really excited to look to talk about in it. terms
2: of expectations um i think i'm enjoying it i i think i was hoping for it to like blow me away and it hasn't done that really but i am liking it a lot there were people
4: hyping it up to a kind of ridiculous degree i think or at least a degree that it was not able to live up to
0: i I hate to be all like well you should keep watching because it gets better but well, um, I bet it
2: will. I bet it will. Yeah, it did, I, just, I mean it so does.
0: Far, yeah. But also, it's yeah. still a Power Rangers show, you know. But.
2: I
3: I <laughs> yeah. will say that Zio has far and away been the most fun version. Like the most fun I've had with the actual watching Power Rangers part of doing this whole thing. Sure. Like,
2: yeah, so, I could see that. Yeah.
3: So for for what's that for what that's worth, it, it like I've actually enjoyed watching the show during Zio. It hasn't been a chore the way it has for the three years prior. <laughs>
4: I think it's a little unfair to say the 3 years prior has been a chore because we have had a lot of fun watching. It's just very it's just been very uneven. Yeah. Like the the good experiences. Like we've been doing a Teenie's Award for 3 years now. Like clearly it's doing good stuff. Yeah. Um and I don't think Zeo has ever really hit the highs that the previous seasons have hit for me yet. But I will say that it's baseline I guess batting average so far Is better because Both seasons 2 and 3 became pretty big slogs
2: Yeah, fair enough uh, Tim also asks uh, Ranger Wiki seems to think Rocky is the second in command It seems to me more like It's Adam, what do you think? I don't think there's any command no. structure In yeah. the Zero range. No, that is that. all
4: range That is all people Grasping to define something that does not Exist Yeah uh, I mean, the red has like, to be... A, no, wait,
0: he's not even the red one anymore, so fuck that. It, it's,
5: I would, it's not even really well-developed, but, like, I don't know, I still feel like like the, they've had a bunch of scenes of Adam and Tommy together, they've had, like, kind of stuff like that, and I know I know, in the Sentai, the Green Ranger, is, like, the
2: lieutenant.
5: It feels like Adam's his lieutenant more than I they. will say
2: I think Adam is a more competent character, yes. but I don't think we've ever yeah, seen no. him, like... Yeah, we ha- we
5: see him hang out with Tommy more now. Like when they're yeah. sparring, sure, but it's him that and
3: Tommy means they're
5: friends. That doesn't mean he's second sure. in command of the
3: Power Rangers. Yeah, yeah. Well, here's here's my problem with trying to argue about who's in second in command. I'm not even really sure there's actually a first in command. Right, That's what yeah. we, haven't, oh, yeah. we haven't seen I, yeah. we haven't seen Tommy do much. I mean, if there's one stuff. it's Billy, so yeah. I was actually gonna say exactly that. If any if anyone is actually like leading the Rangers at this point, it's just Billy. The
2: only command that he's given in Zeo, uh, sorry, Tommy has given in Zeo so far is don't attack those cogs who are fucking with that, that puppet man. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> like, so I don't think you can really say he's a leader anyway. I mean, yeah, I yeah, like I, Adam. I'm, I'm saying I,
5: that like, like, you're, like what you're saying where Tommy's not really a leader and Adam's not really a lieutenant, but I think the show's going for that. I don't.
4: I don't. I I would... think that's entirely trying to attribute a uh, an out of context meaning to something the show has never thought about.
2: I, I was I will say that I wouldn't put it past it to eventually try to tell us that's what it is, but I just don't see it yet. That's basically what I'll say. Um, but yeah, I I think I think the wiki. Saying that Rocky is second in command is literally just because he was the Red Ranger before,
3: right? Like, there's yeah, no. Absolutely. I mean, Ranger Wiki and says that, but Ranger Wiki says a lot of things because <laughs> oh, like yeah. so. it, it, it insisted Rocky was like the second in command, like during Mighty Morphin. And I never got that sense from oh, the actual no. like, show. Yeah. He
4: inherited the Red Ranger mantle after the Red Ranger had stopped being a position
3: of power, right? So and, yeah, we, l- unless we forget, Ranger Wiki also just randomly said that the one kid. From uh, Alpha's Magical Christmas looked kind of like Zach. Yeah. Oh God, he, I yeah. forgot.
2: <laughs> so, uh, all right. So, thank you, Tim. Uh, Chris sends in an email. Hi guys, I've been listening to your podcast Hi, regular regularly for the last couple months. I found it and I've been binging from episode one to current. Uh, before you ask oh, why I would do that, nope. it makes me laugh a lot. i Just I'm finally just scrap in an-
4: the first two and a half years of this podcast, please. <laughs>
2: I'm finally sending mm. an email to help you guys answer a question that I think you've been struggling with since the beginning of the show. This is how Mister Mix Mix Yes is pronounced. Yes. Didn't like Cameron tell you
0: guys? Mixes Pidlick.
2: He did, but this I just love that I love so much that someone found us has been listening through it and was like, I have to fucking help these <laughs> idiots. That's good, yeah. <laughs> So, yes, he says it's mix, yes, piddle, ick. Yep. So there we go. No.
5: repeat after me, bright boy. It's mix, yes,
4: spit, lick. Okay, now uh, now my next question is, uh, how do the phonetics change if you reverse it?
5: Kill tipsy, Jim! Gosh, you're thick! Now, for the last time...
2: Ah, nuts. He says, I also have a question for the group. If you could recast either Power Rangers movie with A-listers, who would you guys choose? I would Here's my problem. Yeah, here's my problem, Chris. A, I don't know teenage actors well enough to help with that. Because you can't just cast. I don't think you can cast adults as the Power Rangers. That doesn't no, work no. for me. No, no. Listen,
3: Zach. Zach. Uh-huh. Don't let anything stop you. Follow your dreams. Alright, alright, Tommy is Steve Buscemi <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if
2: I don't know Rocky's like,
3: Danny DeVito Rocky's <laughs> like absolutely okay. Danny yeah. DeVito uh, I mean Let's see, Brad. Kimberly is Hmm uh, Oh, shoot Who's the lead actress on Parks and Rec? Uh, I almost called her Amy Leslie Amy nope. nope. Amy uh,
2: Poehler let me polar. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Who's uh who's uh Trini then?
3: I don't know enough. Actors. Wait, if we're, if we're doing Partner's <laughs> movies, uh I guess we're doing the new one then. Um Wait no, because we already did Rocky. Oh, yeah,
2: okay, fine. Sorry, who's Aisha then? Yeah.
3: <laughs> uh Nicki Minaj, <laughs> fuck
2: it. Oh, I was gonna say Nicole Byer from Nailed It. Sure. <laughs> <Robert Cox. laughs> Um, Can we still get yeah. Nicki Minaj's Rita, though? Okay, fair enough. Thank you. Who do we have left? Uh, Ad- Adam. Adam. Johnny Bosch. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, <laughs> Perfect. It's, still, it's still Johnny Bosch. Why Perfect. not? Yes, thank you. There you go. Yeah, I mean, on, no, the yeah, like, answer ser- is... The serious answer is
4: I think Power Rangers... Sorry, Zach, I but I think we're saying the same thing. Yeah, like, that's fine. Go ahead. Oh, I, I just think Power Rangers is not a show that should live in the A-list Arena, like the premise no. is so goofy, and I think when you embrace that and kind of target the lower budgetness of it, it's a more honest product.
2: Yeah, yeah I think I think actually most of us, I, I could be wrong, like the casting of the new Power Rangers movie. Yeah, that I mean, was probably the, the
4: most negative person on the show about it, and I think the cast was all great.
3: Yeah. Yeah, that was that was the one thing they well and truly nailed uh, about that movie was who should be playing who. Yeah.
2: Because you want you do want, I think, like bigger names for Zordon and Rita, and then maybe like Alphas. Bill Hader is not like super famous, but like I know who that is. You want oh, a good comedian yeah.
3: to be playing Alpha. Like that was a good call. Yeah. And
2: and then you want everybody else to be kind of up and comers or or unknowns. I mm-hmm. think it that was a good way to do it. Um and also, like I said, Sorry, I just don't watch enough Nick and Disney to tell you like who yeah. who I would want as so, yeah, as... we
4: could've we should have gotten the decom
3: Sure, yeah, yeah. kids. I'll, you know yes. what? Fuck it. Right into D Ask <laughs> yes. them this question. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but thank you, Chris, for your, your pronunciation correction. I will forget it the second we hang up here, and then if I ever bring it up again, I'll say it wrong. Also, That's not
0: your fault, it's mine. Also backwards, <laughs> it's Likit Bazixim, so there you go.
2: There you
5: okay. go. Okay.
3: Well, still, I still go ahead and that. write in, a if, a, if Simon just pronounced that wrong, and B, tell us what you thought about Batman v. Superman, because we haven't harped on that in a long time. <laughs>
4: <We're bringing laughs> I, yeah, all I the, was uh, just kind of hoping you could get Mr. Uh, Mitsukplik himself to write in answering <laughs> that <laughs> one. <laughs> to, 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 yeah. If, if, I,
0: if I said his name backwards wrong, please write in to tell us how to...
4: How <laughs> you do Mr. to right. quick, please send in a recording of you saying it so yep. that we can understand. <laughs> <Yeah. Yep.
2: laughs> so uh, Amelia writes in and says, Hi, Zach and TWA crew. I've been a longtime listener slash user of the podcast and finished a huge backlog of the podcast and was sad you didn't come up with a dumb title related to Zeo so I spent a lot of time making these and hope you enjoy. Oh, yes. Zeo, teenagers with geometry. Turbo, teenagers gotta go fast. (laughs) In in space, teenagers in space. Lost Galaxy, teenagers in space, but different. (laughs) Lightspeed Rescue, semi-adults with rescue backgrounds. Time Force, teenagers with Chrono Trigger. Wild Force, teenagers go to the zoo. (laughs) Ninja Storm, teenagers do sports and cool tricks, brah. Dino Thunder, teenagers go to the museum. SPD, teenagers are cops in space. Mystic Force, teenagers with magic and family issues. Operation Overdrive, teenagers that shall not be mentioned. <laughs> Jungle Fury, stoned teenagers with pizza. RPM, teenagers with brightly colored spandex, and it's the end of the world as we know it. <laughs> Samurai, teenagers with cultural insensitivity and repeat for a second year. <laughs> <laughs> Megaforce, teenagers with a poor attempt by Saban to strike cult gold again, repeat with pirates. Mm-hmm. Dino Charge, Teenagers go to the museum. Again, Ninja Steel, Teenagers with Ningenium. Beast Morphers, T- Teenagers with It's Morphin Time from the Sentai.
1: Fantastic. Thank you for
2: the show. And I extend that to all of audio entropy. Without this podcast, I would never have tried to listen to anything on the network never have listened to Ashley, Molly, and Jules, and never would have thought I could be a trans woman. So we did a oh, thing yeah! on this nice. stupid show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Same. So thank thank you, Amelia. And honestly, most of those were better than we could have come up with. Mm-hmm. So Oh, yeah, no, a couple of those just it.
4: absolutely made
2: my evening.
5: Those were amazing. They were really good.
2: I like teenagers go to the zoo. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, real quick, uh, like since a couple of people asked us about this, we would have to change stuff on the back end to change the name of the podcast. Yeah. Also it and would totally really destroy, it would destroy whatever SEO we have. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I uh, it's teenagers with geometry like absolutely consider that the unofficial subtitle of this yeah. series. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, it's just a lot of work and it would fuck with our, our website and everything. So just
0: consider like it's, it's, you know, blank check doesn't change its name every time they do a different thing, but they have a whole bit about it. So yeah. Kind of like that for us. I right. guess. Yeah.
5: Also, also
4: aliens with battleborgs was kind of a one-off thing because that was kind of the whole joke, right? Yeah. Like I took over yes. the podcast, renamed it and all that stuff. And like the whole thing was a bit. Yeah. I don't feel yes. like we could keep that going.
0: <laughs> it's time to come clean about the aliens with Battleborg's bit. It's 2019, New Year, yeah. New uh, Us,
3: New start. So Okay, does anybody else have any like long running bits that they want to come forward about? Anybody? Nope. That's it. Any- no. Do you okay. have any? Maybe. No. What? What? Okay. No.
2: I just thought that you might have some bit about like I'm, an alternate. I'm not, I'm not ego. a bit
3: person. You know me. Okay. Sure.
2: Uh, anyway. Last last question or, or last couple of questions from Tawn. Um, what is your favorite chocolate in a box of chocolates? Anybody got a favorite?
0: Oh that's, shit, that's a really open question.
2: There's usually one that's like a strawberry nougat, which I really like. Yeah, I like,
5: anything with fruit in it. Like I, I used to get um, pot of golds of orange chocolate in it. I fucking love yeah,
0: that. Yeah, that's that's good. There's always something I I can I can
5: never tell also you in like advance.
0: Coffee. Yeah, I can never tell you in advance what I'm gonna hate in a box of chocolates, but there's definitely something that I bite into it and go, oh no, I hate this. And I don't, I don't like
5: don't... rum chocolates at all.
0: Yeah, I don't think I like them either. There's always some fruit like that's in chocolate, and I don't think I can even tell you without biting into one and knowing that I hate it. Which one it is that
4: I hate, but I hate it. I just I'm not a big fan of chocolate, so a box of chocolate with a whole bunch of different kinds of chocolate isn't really appealing to me. But, like, if somebody has one, it's like, hey, try something. I'm probably going to seek out something with caramel.
5: or
2: Yeah, caramel. Yeah, caramel's
3: good. Or something with honey.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go.
3: So, uh, uh, my favorite kind of chocolate is chocolate-covered cherries, which sadly never come in the big box. Oh, yeah. But of the, ones that, thing. Yeah, of the ones that tend to, though, I think my favorite is that, you know, the lumpy ones that have the nuts? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: yeah, those are
3: good. Those, those, yeah, those are my go-to. There you go.
2: Uh, and Ton also asks if we will do spot actor spotlights for the Machine Empire, and I totally didn't think about it because they're, you know, uh, puppets.
3: But yes,
0: you're right. We should do those, and we will if do we, those. if we can find any information about them. I guess. Yeah.
3: Yeah, yes. there's a decent chance that most, if not all, of them are just Saban's like rotating cast of voice actors. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. We should look into that.
2: If there's any, if there's any that that are not just like you know uh, uh, stock voice actors, or, or or even if they are, we'll we'll try to go over them. Yeah, for sure. Uh, all right, so that's the Withies. Uh, kind of short, but there you go. Um, if you've got questions, send them to us, and we'll we'll try to get back into doing those in the new year. Uh, Ton also sent us sent us a couple more. Um, but we will, we'll get to those, uh, next year, I think. Yeah. We're going to, um, we're going to
3: try and make a point of, of answering at least one question each week from here on. Cause we got out yeah. of the habit and we want to get back into mm-hmm. it.
2: Yeah. For sure. So moving on to the tooties. Uh, these are our negative awards. I don't think I've said that the two, the, the teenies are our positive awards, it's but been, I'm sure you figured that out. been
4: constructed through context
2: yeah. at yeah. this point. Uh, the Tooties are basically our golden raspberries. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, here we go. Um, I, worst- I will say,
3: though, if if you don't know what's going on with the Teenies and Tooties, that means you probably started with this episode. and That was a bad Jesus. Idea. Yeah.
2: <laughs> the Tooties. Worst multi-parter. Stop the hate master. <laughs> that was a multi-parter where there was a monster that made people hate each other. And yeah. Aisha had to go to her magical grandma to get a locket that had love inside of it in order to help stop the hate. Also, <laughs> but then it the, hate out it, wasn't wrapped. the locket,
3: it was actually the love inside Aisha. Yeah. Also the hate master wrapped, I think. Yes, he uh, did. So and it was the same voice actor for squat doing the same voice. <laughs> I, I kind of like how they make
5: Aisha being the, like, um, like, emotional center a little bit in this in this epi- this episodes kind of like like she's the only one who's able to resist the hate master without any kind of help like she I think just it does was it. Yeah. that's kind of that's cool.
2: neat I think it largely was but just mostly one of those it's ones very good. where it's like why is this two episodes like what yeah. is the absolutely yeah.
3: but also it 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 also brought yeah. in the stark relief how little characterization she really has because like
5: oh yeah it's absolutely like a weak like she's just the you know She's the one that loves the most, kind of thing. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but like
3: the the things we actually learned from the all of two focus episodes that Aisha got is one loves her grandma, two horny for firemen. And listen, folks, everybody <laughs> loves their grandma and is horny for firemen. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's just universal.
4: Yeah, I mean, eh, my grandma was. Okay, uh, well at least horny <laughs> for firemen.
2: Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um changing Cow of the Zorg Fireman. Changing of the Zords (laughs) is also on on our worst list. I think that's a thing, Uh, Emily. I'll make it a thing. Because that episode, or that multi-parter, if I recall correctly, was just very poorly paced. Uh uh Not that much happens. So it
0: involves, I think, Zed kidnapping someone. I forgot who it was. And basically telling the Power Rangers to destroy the city for him in exchange for that person's safety. And they go, okay. They kind of don't even have a plan to fight it. But it turns out they don't need to do that at the end or something. I forgot exactly how it goes.
2: Yeah, that's also the one where they invent the uh, little remote control for the... um, the falcon zord that they just forget they have You're, for a long time. Wasn't this
5: also on, on Matini's list? Yes, it, it is. Why I, so I, was I this think... one on the list at all?
3: Was this the episode that had the carb dimension? I don't no, remember.
0: That no, no that's catastrophe. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah Ranger Catastrophic. Yes, yeah.
5: Yeah, so I don't know why so, this one was on the good one, because it just sounds bad. Because they get new robots. New robots it's are cool. new robots
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I like the like ninja swords better than the shogun Sword. So. I will say, like Zach mentioned, the pacing being bad. The pacing of multi-parters generally got better in 2018. Mm-hmm. It still wasn't great because it's still Power Rangers, but it generally got better. A little bit. A little, A little bit. bit. This one still like really dragged the way the show used to.
2: Uh, so we also have Master Vile and the Metallic Armor on the worst list. Um, the whole Metallic Armor part of it is really bad. It's not just that the special effect is bad. It's that they impose a bunch of weird restrictions on it. Like at some point they say they can't use it in the palace when they go up there because it has to be in Earth's atmosphere for some reason. Also, it doesn't seem like it does anything really. It's like the classic.
4: End of episode MacGuffin to defeat the monster thing, except they keep it around which yes. leads to a problem because the end of the episode MacGuffin thing is complete bullshit that only exists to end the episode, and so yes. as soon as they try to reintroduce it as a reusable MacGuffin, the any sense of internal consistency and logic breaks the fuck down.
2: Yeah.
3: Also, let's face it, Tommy's uh, the master- sorry guy. Sorry, I was gonna say, let's face it, Tommy's quest to the illusion cave was fucking dumb. Yes. Also. Yes.
4: Also, and on top of all of that. It's not even an interesting or good effect in any way. Like no, it's a bad effect. Most of yeah. the most of the end of episode Maguffins at least have a fun explosion or something. This is just literally like a glitter effect on the armor. And
2: then they they did the weird like like uh, motion blur type thing on them sometimes, but it's also inconsistent. So yeah. Uh, next one, Alien Rangers of Aquatar. This is the introduction of the Alien Rangers. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just not. That interesting, like the alien yeah. rangers never really get a ton of, I mean, they Sestro's don't even really get only,
4: introduced until the second part.
2: Yeah, it it, it suffers from bad pacing. Uh, Sestro is the only one that ever gets any uh, characterization, really. And at the beginning, even he doesn't. So it's just like a bunch of other people. It's like, it's just so obvious that they were like, we have this footage and we need to use it somewhere that that mm-hmm, and also yeah. our
3: actors need like a month off because we've been drilling them into the ground and Karen Ashley is about to try and bail on us. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Um and then Hog Day Afternoon, which is the ending of the uh the Alien Rangers saga, uh it it has like a really underwhelming final boss fight with Hydrohog who is just a guy mm-hmm. but they try to make into like a big big bad basically.
3: Yep. Yeah, they, they make um, him out to be the the ultimate nemesis of the Alien Rangers. In in the alternate TV show that we hadn't been watching of the Alien Rangers having their adventures on Aquatar, this dude was supposed to be the Rita or Zed equivalent, and we just yeah. kind of kill him.
2: Yeah, uh, and I'm going to have to vote for uh, Master Vile in the Metallic Armor. I like Master Vile, but everything else about those episodes I think is pretty bad. Um and the, the, the real, like, only saving grace of it is that I think it's funny that Master Vile just goes, fuck it, bye. But other than that, like, it's Yeah, he's not- the
4: best villain because he saw how self-destructive <laughs> continuing to yeah. do this shit is and
2: left. But but the rest of it I really did not like. Um, Simon? Uh, I think changing of the zords,
0: just because of how the Power Rangers absolutely fall to the bad guys plan and agree to commit yeah, mass murder. Yeah, that's fair. They
2: totally do. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Lexi.
4: So, the Alien Rangers stuff is all bad, but here's the big difference between Alien Rangers of Aquatar and Hog Day Afternoon. I don't know what part of that activated Cortana on my computer, but something. <laughs> oh, no, god. Um, and then I paused.
5: I was like, "What's she gonna do?" What's no, I thought the
4: joke was that there wasn't one. No, she's just no, not gonna I say I had anything. a whole thing, in my fucking computer. Okay, so here's the big difference between these two. At the end of Hog Day afternoon, Mighty Morphin Alien Rangers ends. At the end of <laughs> Alien Rangers of Aquatar, Mighty Morphin <laughs> Alien Rangers. Really, truly begins. Therefore, it's (laughs) the worst (laughs) multi-parter we watched in 2018. Perfect.
3: Uh, Mike. Okay, I have to go with Stop the Hate Master. Oh, God, we're all over the place. Yeah, we're all over the place. So here's the thing with Stop the Hate Master. While it is kind of funny watching the Rangers pretend to hate each other, like we actually get some pretty fun interactions like... Adam trying to s- fucking step up to Tommy and take over well, the, as the leader yeah, about that, yeah. Okay. But like just and, and, on the and, whole,
5: and, and Billy like being able to like destroy the command
3: center at will, right? Yeah, but just the uh, the especially the the fucking uh, special effects the Hate Master uses. The fact that he raps... Like it was funny when the pumpkin rapper did it, but I've hated rapping monsters every instant since. Mm-hmm. And you can't like, recapture just... that
2: pumpkin magic.
3: No, well, you can't.
2: <laughs> the pumpkin rapper, it was just like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah,
3: and then yeah, they kept. Yeah, you it. can't do that magic trick twice. It's just I don't know. The thing is, everything else that happens, all of these other parts that we're looking at, is some. Uh, and I'm using the word meaningful loosely, but is a meaningful change in the status quo. Changing with the Zords literally changes the Zords. Master found the Metallic, Metallic Armor sets up our villain who's ultimately gonna kick off Alien Rangers. Alien Rangers, okay. Aquatar kicks off Alien Rangers, Hog Day so Afternoon s- sets up yeah. Zio. Stop the Hate Master, we are fucking farting around for so two it's hours when we meet it's just Aisha's useless. grandma. Okay. Yep, that's a, yeah. that's a
4: very fair and reasonable
5: argument, yeah. Fair enough. Uh, Emily. I'm not just changing the Zords because I don't really. Li- I, not only did I don't really like the new Zords, it kind of marks the end of Ninja or being on the show too. God yeah, that's it. true. I wanted a five-way tie so bad. <laughs> he's
2: just—he's so good.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: And so he yeah, it up. that means uh, changing of the Zords is worst multi-parter. Yeah. And then everything else except Hog Day Afternoon got one vote. Congratulations <laughs> yeah. for Hog Day
3: Afternoon. Also, uh, this is on skating he- by without a single vote.
5: If I was going to pick, I'd pick Hunting Afternoon was worse than Alien Ra- Rangers of Aquatar, because Alien Rangers of Aquatar has some fun, like, Power Ranger kids stuff, but yeah. Does this it? It doesn't, doesn't matter. Yeah, it does.
3: It has Reno and Goldar on a boat.
5: That policeman can't see if on his glasses, okay? And they do trench coat stuff. Uh-huh, okay. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> right. So,
0: yeah, we... I just checked, and we probably won't be able to do have this category next year because we have four multi-parters coming up in the next year of our coverage. So we can, we can
2: have a we can
4: have a short. Category,
2: maybe it'll mine. be two and maybe it'll be two and two. Who yeah, knows?
0: Yeah, maybe we'll see. also we have four multi-parters and also the turbo movie. So, does oh, that count?
4: Fuck. That's happening yeah. this uh, year. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's oh yeah. this year. Oh my god, 2019 movie. is gonna be worse than 2018. <laughs> are,
3: we, are we gonna discuss the turbo movie in three parts because we could just count that as a fucking <laughs> Yeah, we could. We want. Sure.
2: Uh, give me Matt on this one.
3: Right, I completely forgot that was a thing, because I feel like it's been a million years. Uh, okay, worst multi-parter, Hog Day Afternoon, reason, oh, this just sounds like some boo-boo dog. <laughs> so
2: <laughs> I forgot about so boo-boo Hog
3: Day dog. Afternoon actually did get a vote. Yeah, no, okay. that's... So congratulations.
2: That's, that's, he's not wrong, like... Mm-hmm. All right, worst standalone episode, Sowing the Seeds of Evil, which is Tommy and Kat's Zeo Quest, which I'm is the sorry. most... Ins- worst... Yes, it's bad. That was the only good Zeo Quest episode. <laughs> I mean, it's very funny, but it's not a good episode. <laughs>
0: um, that's the one with the racism. Well, I say yeah, that's, that. But there's a bunch. That's of... the
2: one. No, they were all
4: racist. Let's yeah. be clear. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's yeah. the one with Tommy's. So real quick, that's the one with Tommy's uh, Native American Dream Quest, which mm-hmm. is upsetting. Uh, where there's like chalk drawings of the Power Rangers, and they say it's an ancient prophecy. And also Cat's Zeo Quest, which is insane because everyone else is like, go back to your ancestors. And Cat just talks to an older version of herself for reasons that only only Luke could explain because <laughs> the show
3: sure as fuck so, couldn't. And also, like, here's the thing that's worth pointing out about this episode. There was also like a C-plot in the present with Billy and the Alien Rangers. I don't even remember what it was. Yeah. I think they tried yeah. to build a machine to like turn rain, like clouds into water the equations could yeah, use I or think some it shit. it
4: was one of their like eight different ways yeah, to try to purify water. Yeah, we've got yeah. to find a way for the alien rangers to get water on
2: Earth. Uh, so next we've got Rita's Pita, which was the episode uh, where Tommy uh, gets infected with a thing that makes him eat a bunch. Uh, oh, that, one. that
5: one's amazing. It's the
2: episode that made friend of the podcast Frankie. Unable to even listen to our coverage of it because of no, how that's gross fair. it
5: was.
4: That's <laughs> entirely fair, Frankie. I'm so sorry that you had that. You tried, even Frankie. tried. I'm sorry we created that for you.
2: Yeah, but it's it's again, it's funny, but like it's. So gross, Mm -hmm. and also it's just a bunch of footage. I just feel like that's the only time I felt genuinely bad for Jason David Frank. Yeah, shoving food into
0: his mouth. And the solution they have is to get this gigantic fake strawberry sundae and not let him eat it. It's the weirdest thing.
5: Did I get a chance to tell you guys about the
2: Taki Ranger version of the episode? I don't remember what. What is it?
5: Emily's Hacker Ranger corner. It's um the Yellow Ranger. It's pretty much the same thing where a monster goes into the Yellow Ranger's stomach. It makes him eat a lot. But oh, it's the one it's, with the Guy Fieri monster. Gets, well, I he remember also now. gets giant. Like he doesn't just get fat. He gets like walking around mountains, giant. And oh, weird. The okay. White okay. Ranger trying to like help him like get over his constant need to eat turns herself into a hamburger. It's, like, the size oh, of a person. And, okay. And like, goes like, I'm sorry. Goes like, will you, will you will you eat me? Is this me? some Martian oh, Boo nonsense? No, because she comes herself into a hamburger. She's, like, will you eat me, or will you, like, fight it and save me? I'm your friend, right? That's kind of the whole idea behind her doing it, and it's ridiculous and good.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that would be good. This is, this, but, yeah, this was not. Uh, the alien trap is the... Uh, alien rangers episode where they go to recharge in a lake and then the the lake is toxified and turns purple and then they like can't move because of the toxicness of the lake it's very stupid um there's the puppet blaster which is a recent episode where puppet man becomes evil and turns all the children evil and it's dumb uh (laughs) There's Passing the Lantern, which is Adam's Zio quest. Which no, it's is not m- his Zeo
3: quest. It was it oh, was no, it was one of right. the Sorry. earliest episodes we covered in season three this year. It's really uh, Where he had the family heirloom and he had to go talk to this random guy in the garden. And the family heirloom mm-hmm.
5: was a paper lantern. Yeah.
2: Yes. Yes. Oh, uh, right. That was not that was not good. Uh and then a chimp in charge, which is the episode where Cat just has a chimp that she... <laughs> I don't remember how she got it, but Your she's taking... Her
5: aunt was around, and...
2: Yeah, and she's taking care of it, and then she just leaves it to on its own devices in her living room,
3: and then is upset that it left. <laughs> and then it, it the, the chimp goes and befriends a dude uh, running, like, a food cart in the park who's, like, Rastafarian, oh, and, yeah. like, Bulk and from oh, get mm-hmm. mad at him. Because they think yeah. he's stealing the bananas? Yeah, that was a bad yeah. episode, too. Yeah. God, uh, of, it's hard to choose. There's a lot of bad.
2: Fuck. So, so the, the it's worst, is the the worst episode. Not the dumbest, just the like least fun and most bad, right? However so, you
4: want to define worst.
2: Okay, I, I'm gonna have to go with Alien Trap. It's, It is the like, I feel like it's the best example of what's wrong with the alien ranger saga in general, which is that it's the same plot eight times, Mm -hmm. which is that they're trying to get water and then something's wrong with the water. But in this one, they like are toxic. They're poisoned. Toxified is not a word, Zach. What the fuck? They're poisoned. And so they don't even actually get to fight really until the very end of the episode, I think. Um, Toxify S- Cause or allow Toxif- a
4: toxic substance To enter water, yeah. the air, etc
2: Oh, thank you, Alternate Lexi. definition
4: Great. Have a damaging effect on
2: Great, cool uh, So yeah, that's the one I'm going to pick I think the other I think the uh, A lot of these other ones Have something fun about them Because they're so stupid um, Except for passing the lantern Which would maybe be my second choice But yeah, I just think it's bad It's not very fun Um Simon uh <clears throat> I think I think
0: I'm going to go with Song of the Seas of Evil. It's really hard to get past the whole problematic Tommy Na- Native American aspect. I feel like that really kind of like overshadows all the other bad stuff in any episode of this uh, of this year of the show at least and yeah. So that's my vote.
4: Fair enough, Lexi. So I was gonna vote for Rita's Pita with the tiebreaker, or the, the you know the thing that puts it over the edge being how much I hate the name.
2: It is a bad name. Yeah,
4: <laughs> um, it's really striking. As I'm thinking about it more, like sowing the seeds of evil and passing the lantern transcend just being poorly made. Yes. And are really spotlights for a blemish the show has kind of always had to varying degrees of yeah. cultural appropriation and misrepresentation. Um, I think I'm going to go with sowing the seeds of evil alongside uh, Simon, because I think that's maybe the m- most extreme example of it, or at least the most blatant. Yeah. But the really, the entire quest was plagued by that problem.
2: Yeah, and that it is cannot de- definitely be stressed true. enough. Yeah, for sure.
3: Yeah, I, f- I feel like that was the, the nadir of the Zio quest because it was, you know, because Tommy, like, Jason David Frank is not Native American, flat out. Yeah, and yeah, also, sure.
4: like, not to say that they have a pass for any of it, but of all the things where they should know better, the setting for this, there were pe- people, they were trying to, like, replicate on screen available to them in the area that they could have consulted yeah yeah like they could have expended so little effort to not completely fuck that up and they didn't bother
2: yeah
3: Yeah. uh fair enough uh mike i am also going with sowing the seas of evil uh a a an episode so bad that we keep getting the title wrong (laughs) <laughs> uh, there's no D in it, because <laughs> it's, it's, it's a water really bad title. Yeah, because yeah, the, bad what, bad. what
4: they say make is nonsense. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's not I a big title. We're,
0: t- we're not trading the worst title here because Rita's Peter is right there. So yeah, think yeah. of the episode.
3: Fair enough, <laughs> but it, it uh, is also getting my vote. I, I will say I felt pretty strongly about a chimp in charge, but yeah, I, I have I have to give it to Sowing the Seas of Evil.
5: Uh, Emily, let me give a minority vote to the Pascal Lantern because that felt bad to me when we did it too. Like, yeah, fair enough. Now it's one that I've covered, so
2: yeah, y'all, y'all. I'm not like going to change my vote because I do genuinely think it's worth pointing out how bad that entire series was. But if I had gone after you uh, and you had reminded me how bad it was, I probably would have said Season of Evil also. Yeah, Yeah. so there you go. I
3: mean, it is. It is worth bearing in mind, like, making a distinction between, like, just an episode that's just bad because it's a bad episode. Because The Alien Trap Mm -hmm. is a bad episode of television. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, uh, Sowing the Seas of Evil wins. Alien Trap and Passing the Lantern are Mm runners-up.
3: And uh, the the Matt vote is a chimp in charge. Uh, Reason, the chimp is a racist asshole, probably. I don't know. I didn't watch this one. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, great. He's... His boat was
2: his heart was in the right place for that boat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh worst new character, Prince Sprocket, uh who is the son of uh King Mondo like and Mondo Queen Junior. Machina. Yeah, uh Sean who is um Tanya's shitty boyfriend, we've discussed already. Mm-hmm. Captain Pete who is the man <laughs> who uh owns or works with <laughs> Puppet Man. It's still not clear. Possibly um, built. Sired. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, uh, Saves him a Vi- life of villainy. Uh, Master <laughs> Vile. Yeah. Go ahead.
0: No, I was going to like to talk about Captain Pete and how his whole existence is a puzzle. Oh, go ahead. Go <laughs> no, ahead. I mean it's just <laughs> yeah. it's just so good that they don't comment at all on the fact that he has a natural robot sidekick in his like stupid kids clown show, but yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. <laughs> uh
2: Master Vile? Uh Master Vile is
0: great. I don't know why he's there. I love him.
2: Yeah, I'm confused too. The thing about him is that he just goes away. So <laughs> I mean, he goes away, like, and then
0: like when they call him, he's like, all right, you can come over to my place, but I'm not going to get up to okay, greet I, you. So.
4: Hold on, hold on. No, I can see an angle in which Zach's kind of angling for here, which is he's the worst new character because he doesn't stick around. He's not so good at his, I, he's, I he's, bad, he's a bad example
3: of a new character because he's gone now. <laughs> i I, I will. I will confess. I was actually the one that put Master Vile on the list, but I don't really feel strongly about it about it at all because I was really stretching to come up with enough bad characters. Yeah, <laughs> sure enough. Which is, you know, incidentally, spoiler alert, why I also wound up putting Mister Wilton on this list, even though I also put him on the best <laughs> new characters. <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh. So yeah, Mister Wilton's on this list. I, sometimes you just gotta fill out a roster, and then Kai Ogi... Who I didn't remember who he was until um, Mike reminded me. Kyogi is the uh, is the like uh, guru, I guess that Adam meets when he goes back in time for his quest. Yeah, who is like the culmination or, or like combination of every stereotypical Asian old wise person in every martial arts movie you've ever seen. Um. So he's kind of working that
4: if I recall correctly Wasn't there some issues with how he
3: spoke Relative to everyone else? He talked Yes, yes There was He was In my mind, Kyogi was the perfect storm of offensive And also really annoying
2: Yes, because he did the thing where he was like no, I'm wacky, but you didn't look close enough to see that I'm actually very wise, which is like an irritating trope at this point, basically. So, um, and I'm going to vote, and it's Sean, I think, <laughs> for me, because of reasons we've already outlined.
3: He's a bad
2: boyfriend. He's a bad person. And
3: so, uh, can, I, can I say one, one thing uh, uh, kind of in Sean's defense? Sure. He's a douche nozzle. Yes. But he's—we're su- supposed to consider him a douche now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, like, that's true. Just about every other character, like that, we hated. We weren't supposed to hate. <laughs>
5: yeah, I, I was gonna say that when I did my choice, but like, yeah, like Sean isn't like like he's the one who I hate the most off this list. But he serves his purpose as a character, so he's okay. a good character. That's he's just a bad person. I mean, you can still true. vote for him.
3: That's totally valid. I'm not trying to change your yeah. vote. Well.
2: That. Yeah. Y- yeah, I'm still gonna vote for Sean, but I understand what you're cu- where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. That's a fair point. You are not supposed to like him mm-hmm. so that is that's fair
4: I will say I will say that just because a character is meant to be unlikable doesn't mean it's not a bad character. I don't think that fits Sean. I think he actually was a good representation of the kind of thing they're going yes, for, yeah, and... Yeah. But it's not always an excuse. Right, yeah, sometimes, really? sometimes a character fucking sucks, and they're like, well, yeah, he's supposed to suck, and it's like, yeah, but I don't like watching him.
2: Yeah, but I hate him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Yes. fair enough. Uh, Simon?
4: Uh, Sean, yeah, for sure. Okay, fair enough. Lexi? So, the problem for me is, like, other than Mr. Wilton, who's basically a non-entity from my perspective, I've only seen one episode he was in, and he was in for, like, two seconds, um... Most of these other nominations I don't think are bad characters. Like I said, I like Sprocket. I think Sean was great for what he was. Captain Pete's fucking weird, but that's what made him fun. And Master of was great. Um, do you have a write-in character? Yeah, do you, yeah, no, do you so, have somebody no, so what else? I, what I'm leading to is the only one on here who I think is actually genuinely a terrible character is Kyogi. Fair enough. Yeah,
5: I think that makes sense. Lexi took what I was going to say... Exactly. Like, there you that was exactly my high five, exact Emily.
2: Reasoning. So, mm-hmm. I assume Emily selected Kyogi. How, yeah, how did y'all same high reasons. five? You aren't anywhere close to each other. How did that happen? Oh my god, How god, indeed Zach, would one hand hitting another trash. hand sound <laughs> like that? Oh my god, <laughs> Zach! But listen, I'm, it was a bit, I'm not actually that stupid. Okay. Mike, go ahead.
3: I'm disappointed. Uh, okay, looks like I gotta break the tie and I'm giving it to Kyogi.
2: Yeah. I think that's to, I think that's the right the right choice. Yeah, is is Kyogi. So there you go. Kyogi is worst new character. So, Sean.
4: Sha- yeah, Kyogi is worst new character. Sean is worst new character. as in the new character yeah. who yeah, is yeah, yeah. the worst. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There you go.
3: Uh, all right. Worst special effect. Oh, hold up. Ha- uh, we need Matt. We, we got to do Matt's vote. Oh, uh, Matt's ver- vote was Sean, and I guess he only knew all he had to go on was the names, and he says Sean sounds boring.
2: Fair enough. Kind of missed the mark, but sure. Well, I do like that. Like, if he's only looking at the names, then like that is the most boring name. you did it. Good job. (laughs) Yeah, everyone else Uh, like a character name. He's just like Sean. Sean. Worst (laughs) special effect: the power chamber goo vortex, (laughs) which is the weird portal thing they need to go through to get into the power chamber. Even though, then after that, they just don't. So, and yeah, it also looks bad falling down into the power chamber. So that's when their feet like magnetized to the ground for some reason. And then they fall down. What looks like, like when doom, the DOS game tried to make it look 3d, but it was flat like that kind of tunnel is bad. It's
3: probably the singularly worst bit of CGI we've seen in the show. Yeah.
2: Clicking and dragging the alien rangers hmm. onto the lake. I forgot about this, but boy, yeah, when like they go to do their weird ritual to put them onto the water, and then literally it just looks like someone dragged that like selected them and then dragged the object over onto the lake. Uh the metallic armor, it's glitter. Uh-huh. Catherine changing from cat to human. Inside the Krabby Cabby, I don't remember this. Fuck uh, you! Cat Mike.
3: changing from cat to human is great. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, when when Bulk Skull and Kimberly are inside the Krabby Cabby, they do this thing where they're sitting in a black void, and they do this thing where they distortion the camera to make it seem like they're they're wibble wobbling while the cabby drives around, and they have the actors go whoa, and it's just it's not great.
2: Fair enough. I gotcha. Um. I think I got to go with clicking and dragging the alien rangers. I had forgotten that happened, but I remember it being so jarring because it was literally. Yeah. It's it so just unnecessary too. Yeah, get also, in the fucking water. That's the other thing is they could have just walked over there, it's, but they decided
4: it's a yeah. half step removed from Poochie. I need to go now. My home planet
2: needs me. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Simon.
0: I think I'm going to go with the metallic armor for the widest gap between what the show is telling me I'm looking at and what my eyes are telling me I'm looking at.
2: This is a good, that's good an answer. Yeah. Also, when someone's like, we're getting a metallic armor upgrade, you're like, cool. <laughs> yeah. and, then you and you, you think and maybe you they're going to bring
0: back the movie suits or something, but nope, that's not what they do.
2: Yeah, that that's still weird they didn't do that to me, yeah. but I mean whatever. it would have been a huge
5: it would have looked like a huge downgrade, but sure. Yeah, there's that. I, but... I, heard, I heard that the suits were really hard
3: to work with too. Like yes. they weren't good yeah, su- yeah. suits to work in. For sure. Yeah, but also they didn't spend a lot of time in the glitter armor is the thing.
0: Nope. Yeah. Because they realized it looked like shit and it was dumb, so
3: <laughs> Yeah. Uh Lexi. Oh boy.
4: Um I think I have to give it to the Power Chamber Goo Vortex because in addition
3: to being a bad effect, it's gross. They did add the squishing sound effects when it happened.
4: It was completely unnecessary.
2: Yes, that's what I was going to say. It's super unnecessary. It's it's one of the weird like I remember being like oh cool, so I guess they just got to walk through that every time and then it's like, "Oh, no, there's just no reason for this." Could you imagine they- if you got a fancy new
4: upgraded like operations center, but in order to get into it, every time you had to
2: pass through a weird goo portal? So I have great. a quick, so I have a quick, <laughs> quick question. Um, we haven't done a lot of theory crafting l- on this episode. Do the Power Rangers can they teleport through walls? Y-
0: yeah. 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 Uh-huh. We always see them coming oh, through the chimney, I guess. Yeah, we see but it all the time. That happens. Yeah. Anytime they're inside.
2: Okay, sure enough. Fair enough. I just wondered because they have to go through that weird chimney when they go into the. Usually. No, they don't. The- they don't we have, have but- to.
3: They just do it because it looks cool.
4: Yeah, that's okay, yeah, fair enough. We've, we've kind of attributed more to that
2: than the show has. Fair enough. Yeah, they uh, leave the juice, Jim
5: ju- Juice Bar all the time. Yeah. Like the- oh, sure.
2: You're right.
3: You're right. My bad. Uh, Mike. Uh, I got to go with clicking and dragging the Alien Rangers onto the lake. It's <laughs> yeah. just. It's, it's bad. And. I mean my my heart wants to give a vote to falling down the power chamber because again it is the worst CGI I have ever it's seen. It's so good though. But there's but it's there's so just there's nothing nothing compares to just the fucking what? It, it literally just looks like something being dragged around in Photoshop and and I understand that that effect took a lot more work in 1996. Yes. But it looks so bad. I wish
2: that it had made a slide whistle sound. That's what, <laughs> what I wish the sound effect. We should man. we should
3: we should have <laughs> added that in post. So, so anyone who listens who's good at video editing, do that, please.
5: Yeah, uh, Emily. Um, I'm gonna go for the clicking and dragging, mostly because like it's the most unnecessary special effect to me. Like, yeah, even more so in the power chamber goo because like. It's, you just walk in the water. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah, The first time know. they did it, they were
4: standing like five feet away from the, <laughs> from the pool or whatever. Yeah. It was
5: staggering. It's very guess, silly. The, the, well, the actors like, no, we, we refuse to get wet. We're not no, going to do I it. I, I guarantee you I, the writers then, were
4: like, well, they have to have some sort of, you know, fancy way of doing this, right?
5: Because if the actor did say that, they would just tell them, okay, we'll get a different actor, well, right? Like, well, and, so yeah. I,
4: think, I think the idea was, if you'll recall, they weren't in the water they were on the water right why? so if they would have had to well that's a that's a good question but it's a separate question <laughs> my point is once you're at the point of they stand on top of the water which i guess is showing that there are weird fish aliens i don't know um, yeah, don't you do need oh, you need water. some sort of effect to get them there and if they're walking in that's way more difficult
5: does everyone does, does people on AquaTide live under the water or do they just walk on water everywhere? I think
2: they live underwater. But
5: yeah. then what? No. <laughs>
4: I
0: think the entire surface of the planet is covered
4: in water, is what's implied. Yeah. i oh, wrong. Do not go down the rabbit hole of trying to make sense of the internal logic of <laughs> the Alien that, Ranger like, saga. Like, like
5: the surface—they're all walking on the surface of the water. They're all doing that, <laughs> and there's buildings oh, that come up like above the water, that's how they get in the buildings and stuff. Like, uh, no, no, uh, the buildings <laughs> extend below the water. It's
4: like well, it, it's up, like a it's like, water, like a
2: though, flipping have have entrance, of how we do things right? on land, right? Okay. All well,
5: right. I was saying
3: we're, you have to have an entrance, though, right? So at least a little bit of building we, on top. We, so anyway... We're getting way on. too into the weeds. Uh, the Matt vote is inside the Krabby Cabby because it sounds like a SpongeBob ripoff.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'd right. really like so, to know what it's like inside the Krabby Cabby.
2: Clicking and dragging the alien rangers onto the lake wins. The metallic armor and power chamber goo vortex are runners-up. I want... Just a show in which that metallic armor doesn't win is just... Oh, boy. <laughs> um... So our, our next category was actually uh, suggested by lis- a listener, by a uh, listener Tawn, uh, which is most confusing or frustrating concept. And I really liked this. So mm-hmm. we added it. Uh, first one, our Balkan skull cops. <laughs> the second one is the geography of the command center. The third is How Master Vile's Time-Reversing oh, Spell Works. Yeah, but I would forgotten how bad that one which was. Which we huh? didn't talk about this whole episode, which is somehow Yeah, which is no, crazy. it's good we have this category, because that needs to be addressed. How Aquitian Anatomy Works. I Catherine's think we can expand Zioquest, that to just how Aquitia works. Yeah, Catherine's quest and Tanya's Whole Entire Deal. <laughs> Which I know that, that Emily doesn't agree with, but I just love the way that's phrased. Tanya's whole entire deal. <laughs> I mean, so, it, was, it was
5: a confusing and frustrating discussion for us. I mean, like, yes.
2: <laughs> so this to real quick, Bulk and Scholar Junior Cops. We don't really understand what that means. I, I guess they they get full on assignments but they still go to school
4: it's, it's just so it's been clarified a bit from when we initially had the confusion over it like by by this point it seems pretty obvious that they do actual police work not necessarily yeah. police work like they're not out there investigating crimes but like they're doing
3: beat cop shit right yeah
2: mm-hmm. they've arrested yeah. people but they just also
3: still go to school so it's and they just yeah. also like clean up garbage
4: yeah. They, early yeah, yeah. on, they did not make it clear where the boundaries of what they could and couldn't do yeah. were.
2: Um, the command center is obviously confusing. They have all those tunnels under it that Goldar yeah. and Rito wander around in that don't seem to do anything other than have boxes in them. And then mm-hmm. also
3: a goo vortex, and then just a command center below the command center. And oh, also, it just goes Jordan through the a, tube. Like a thing below his tube that he can hang out in. Yep. See, the goo oh,
2: vortex. yeah, I forgot about that. And then also, apparently, there's there's somewhere that sells popcorn. Yep. Which yes. is very yes. confusing. But like, um, the, goo, the
5: goo entrance is there because Alpha is just it's just
2: kink. Okay, guys. He's just into it. it. He just <laughs> likes goo. Uh, the, we've talked about it so much on the show, so we don't need to go into it too far here, but we will talk about it. The time reversal spell. Yeah. I mean, this is tied
0: to also Tanya's whole entire deal, so they're kind of linked together. Those two.
2: Yes, but basically, the t- he reversed time to make all the kid, all the Power Rangers kids. The problem with that is like it doesn't change buildings, yeah, or or, or like any it, equipment. It doesn't really change like any anything other than people's ages. It did yeah. feel like also- the ages
4: were consistent because Lieutenant Stone, who is a Stone Cold adult. Aged down to a kid We saw dogs aging into puppies
3: But we also get We also get a line of dialogue from Billy that's like Wow, all the buildings look so different now From when I was a kid growing up here Did children Vanish? Did we talk
2: about that? Yeah, no, that definitely came up What happened to
4: children who were younger than the, The rollback date
2: Yeah And it was just, it was never consistent the the memory stuff was also weird. Like who remembers what? So also and also also
4: we could we like Billy getting re aged while still interacting with everyone.
2: Well, yeah. also at that t- at that point Billy was the only person from Angel Grove. So why are those other people even there? Yeah, how does yeah that how was, does the how does the yeah. like,
4: history work? Like what do they have false memories now?
5: Um. So like so um, yeah yeah like it's just. That is definitely the most confusing one. I mean, do we even have to deliberate
2: this? I mean, like it's the most confusing thing. Let's go over them, but but yes. Uh, So, Equation Anatomy is weird. It doesn't make sense because they, at some point, Tommy just like gives Delphine water by like pouring it down her throat. But at no other point in the show is that how they get water. They usually like stand in it.
4: Yeah, Mighty Morphin Alien Rangers is a perfect example of why shows even. Even kids shows that aren't very important typically will have some sort of a show Bible where somebody sat down and wrote out the basic rules for the setting. Right. Here's how stuff works. It's not necessarily all gonna come up in the show, but it make it makes sure that like when you're creating scenarios, you're working out of a frame established framework so that it feels like
5: it makes sense.
2: Yeah, and they didn't do that. <laughs> so um, yeah, I, I I was gonna
5: say I, I figured out how accretions work. Actually, you see, they're, okay. like, they're like andalites, but also like human, so they can eat with their feet, which is why they stand on it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sure. <laughs> there you go. And if and if you uh, like
3: the sound of someone absorbing food by standing in it, I have some websites for you. Is <laughs> that? Oh. Of course, that's
5: a kink. Of course, that's a kink. Did, um, did animals cause that kink? <laughs> Emily, foot fetishes no. have existed
4: for as long as feet have. I'm just
2: so, saying the
5: eating thing of your feet. <laughs>
2: uh, uh, I mean, so foot fetishes on, also think So, uh, Catherine's Zeo Quest, which is again what we discussed earlier, where she meets just herself for some reason, uh, and then also herself. Yes. Oh, that's right. She meets her like her her like age appropriate self, and then her like old self. It's very confusing. Yeah, it's never explained. Your
4: old self.
2: Yes. <laughs> um and then uh Tanya's whole entire deal, which like I don't really want to get into again, but basically it's very confusing because she is a child and then she's she a child becomes an in adult. The
4: age reverse. Well, not not She's a child in some time period that's never specified it, but it's Im- at least sort of inferred that it's in the past because that's how all the other ones have worked and her family she,
3: had a whole history and then her and Aisha's family swapped
0: she, she was not an accident and she was stranded in Africa as a kid in maybe the past not clear if
2: her parents are alive or dead her family stuff—they ex- like Zordon explicitly says, like, "Don't worry, the timeline fixes it yeah. so that your family's here the whole time," which is also confusing. But also, there's the whole part where I mean, she comes back instead of Aisha because Aisha's
0: the chosen one. And then Aisha, be-
4: yeah, and then Aisha gets aged up in wherever she is at the back same time. There, yeah, and she's yeah.
0: fine. And they show her through the globe to say, "Oh, she's fine now." And Tynas in Angel Grove. It's not clear if her parents are there too, where does she live. It's a whole it's a
4: it's a combination of the show doing a very poor job of actually explaining what it's trying to convey. Yep. Um a whole bunch of underlying things implicit in the setting at the time that was never explained. And just there was a third thing, and I
2: lost it because this is all just fucking nonsense. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's fine. You're fine. Uh, yeah, em, Emily, I know you. You pretty much are just like, yeah. I think it's. It seems like the timeline. Oh, uh, like.
5: Yeah, I wasn't even gonna talk about it because, like, I've already talked about it. Like, also, no, it's I, fine. I, I have
2: my. I remember the third thing.
4: The more we but... try to explain it, the more questions we encounter. That's the other <laughs> problem with it.
0: That's the thing.
2: Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I, I, I think there's definitely a version of it that makes a little more sense. Where if Aisha went went to a time that was consistently long ago, with where they're supposed to have been reversed to in time, so that when the whole curse is lifted, I uh, Tanya is like the right age, but fucking, I don't know. Like, it's just confusing. Honestly, ninety yeah. percent of our problems could have been solved by them explicitly
4: mentioning at any point. That she's going to Africa in the present day.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, so that's uh, that's all that. My vote is the time reversing spell. It's crazy. It doesn't make any fucking sense. It makes me so mad. Like Tanya yeah.
5: and the time reversing spell are almost like the same
2: thing. Yeah, well, I mean, the seal so...
5: quest is directly linked to that, too.
4: Yes, that's true. Um, but but yeah,
5: yeah, I was, yeah. Yeah.
0: That's mine uh simon i gotta go I'm I'm gonna vote for Tanya because spelling out Tanya's whole part of it seems like more confusing, even though it's the subset of the whole time reversing spell thing. Sure. but consider my vote for Tanya okay,
3: Mike so so here's the thing the I, I i feel I feel like the time reversing spell can be just summed up as it's inconsistent. There's no good way to sum up what is so fucking confusing about Tanya. <laughs> uh, yeah. So sure. I, I'm I'm really torn here, though. Can you come back to me? Yeah, I'm I'm really on the fence here.
5: Yeah. Um. So I'm next, I imagine. Well, what you said, like, you're kind of right in that, like, us trying to explain it took way longer with Tanya. Like, there's more to unpack there. Like, you could tell people, like, oh, there was a time travel thing. But it doesn't really make any sense, and they'll kind of understand. But if you're like, "Oh, she's from the past," but like, maybe not the past. Like, I don't know. It, it's a little bit more confusing. It's it is tough. Yeah, I'm still gonna go with time reversing spell. I think.
3: Yes. Okay, so where does that actually put the vote? I'm I'm two on time reversing spell. Okay. Wait what? What did Lexi vote for? Did Lexi I vote? I didn't. Lexi was
2: a no, yep, not yet. Lexi, go ahead. So this
4: category is most confusing or frustrating concept. Oh, yes. So sure. I am voting for Catherine's Zeo because Emily refuses to let us to let that uh, let our headcanon on that one lie,
1: which is probably
4: it. my most frustrating moment on the podcast in the past
2: year. <laughs> OK, fair enough.
3: All right, All right, sorry. I'm, in that case, you know what? I, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and.
4: Uh, <sighs> I like how it sound how you sounded initially. Like, oh, hey, that helped me resolve <laughs> yeah. it. No, it didn't.
3: <laughs> okay, you know what, Lexi, I'm gonna make you. I'm gonna make you break the tie because I'm gonna throw another vote for Tanya. Ooh. Okay.
2: So then, Lexi needs to pick between Tanya and Catherine. So
4: I think. At this point, I'm going to... No, she needs to pick between Tanya and Mester Vile. Yeah. Oh,
2: I'm sorry. Right. Yes.
4: Um, so I think at this point, I'm going to combine the two options. Tanya's is both confusing and frustrating.
2: Okay. Nobody fair has enough.
4: any fucking idea how the time reversing thing works, so it's confusing, but we all agree
2: it's confusing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I see. <laughs> yeah, That's fair. It. So there you go. Tanya's whole entire deal wins. Uh, the time reversing spell uh, is second, and then Catherine's Zeo quest is third. And yeah, well, conf- Emily, I don't. I'm not trying to throw
4: shade at you or anything. I'm just um,
2: reflecting. Okay. On- okay. <laughs> yeah, I uh, don't think anyone's actually mad.
3: at No. Yeah. No. Absolutely turns. not. Like. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, but yes. So, so yeah. Uh, Matt picked Tanya's whole entire deal. His reasoning is this one seems like it would be funniest.
2: <laughs> it is pretty funny. That is accurate. So yeah, there How you many go. So
4: far, has Matt just like completely called? Like yeah. he's voted for he's the number one it. answer several times.
3: Uh, yeah, but I mean, he's he's also missed just as often. You know, it's it's he's got a, like a one in five, one in six shot in every one of them.
2: Uh, so worst monster. We've got two categories left, and we're gonna really just go through these because we've been doing this for a long time. Yeah, I want to go like. <laughs>
5: Cut on my uh, wife. <laughs>
2: yeah, we're we're we we're, we're almost done. Um, worst monster, uh, leaky faucet. It's and that horrific. Worst monster, Sorry. leaky
0: faucet. Done.
2: Well, okay, let's go through the <laughs> nominees. But okay. holy shit, leaky faucet <laughs> is this very very scary horse faucet monster, and I don't like it, and I hate it, and I don't like it. Uh, <laughs> Brick bully is a wall. The reason he's on this <laughs> list is because is because when he turns around he doesn't make any sense. Oh that's I right. He's
4: only a wall from the front.
2: Yeah, the back of him is I don't know what it is. Like for some reason when he turns around, the suit is not also bricks. It just looks like it looks
3: like it's, flesh. It looks like yeah. insulating. It looks
2: like a yokai,
5: which tends to be a wall, right? Yeah. But so, it's not how he's into the Power Rangers. So it doesn't
3: and then he changes form when he fights Billy, and the second form is also shit. Yeah. It, <laughs> it's very I, confusing. I went ahead and wrote one in. Zach didn't post a picture from this one, but we were talking about the episode earlier, and I was like, oh, right, this should be on here. I put the Ravenator from Rita's Pita.
2: Okay. Yeah. I didn't remember that one. The teeth monster. Think Ravenator? I, li- I like the Ravenator. Does he look like Guy Fieri Yeah, he's a
0: Guy Fieri mouth. I hey, like it. Guy him. Fieri's
2: cool. He <laughs> yeah, is. Guy Fieri's cool. Uh fair enough. That's a that's a good write in. Miss Chief, I love Miss Chief's design. That's the fire firefighter monster. Yeah, but cool. the problem the problem is that she didn't do anything with that design. She just no. sprayed a love potion on people. Yeah. That was from the love potion. Yeah, episode. that was it's
4: not the monster itself, it's the use of the monster that's the worst. The, yeah. Yeah.
2: That's fair. Uh Boo-hoo, The clown is a c- clown robot that makes the baby cry, and I hate it. I hate it so much. Uh,
3: its it just, face opens up and twists around, to reveal jagged teeth. It's pretty bad. Oh, it's I don't like. Only, I
4: do not remember this, but I do not like it.
2: Uh, it's the only one that made me. Well, that's not true. Leaky faucet and this are the two that I was like, I fucking hate this. I hate it so much. Um. Puppet Man is Puppet Man. <laughs> he's he's very confusing. No, no, you just and, leave it like that. Puppet Man is okay. Puppet Man. Puppet Man is Puppet Man. I don't know if he's a robot or a person or what. Uh, he's a puppet. And man. then, and then Face Stealer was that weird bug thing that like it. Its face it looks is like a like, lantern. I'm um, Jack Lantern mask, and then it opens and it becomes like the Jack Lantern mask part becomes wings. And he has like faces for eyeballs. Oh god. And it's, also... like, it's like
4: those transforming toys as a kid like the fucking digivolving toys where like the yeah. the outer shell is one form and then it turns into accessories for the other form.
5: Let's not forget that the backstory for him was kind of racist.
2: Yeah, it was a like bit. a Yeah, it was a generic country that it wasn't a yeah. real country, nope. but it was still like yeah, this country's tradition is that, you know... It was like blah, the blah, second
3: blah. or third time Power Rangers made up a foreign country so they didn't have to explain that something was Japanese. Right. But yeah. also, this thing stole... That, right? This
2: mm-hmm.
3: thing was terrifying because it stole people's faces, including the face of a baby.
2: Yes. Oh, oh yeah. Because <laughs> when it gets defeated, it releases all its faces and a baby face just floats out of it. <laughs> it's just like, oh, God. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. So my votes for a leaky faucet. It yep. was never going to be anything else because it scares the shit out of me, and <laughs> it's like not only is its design creepy, but it has an attack where its whole face stretches out and
3: it fucking licks people. Yeah, it's pits and water. also it, like, it takes off its hat and twists like the knob on its head to spray water out of its mouth. Yeah, it looks like it's, Luke
5: designed him with the teeth thing. <laughs> yes,
0: I it looks it's, it, it looks like the center of a Venn diagram that. One circle is Silent Hill, and the other one is Doctor Who. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the oh. third one is, like, that little puppet land that Mr. Rogers had. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to say,
4: so at some point in that intersection is Persona.
2: Well, yes, yeah. it also yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. looks like a Persona monster. So that's my vote. Simon? Yeah, Leaky
0: Fawcett. Holy shit. That thing gives me the creeps. Ah.
3: Simon, did you even see the episode it was from? Oh, yeah, I did. I wasn't on the podcast okay. because I had so I was going like, to say, like, there's a decent chance like, if you just fucking look at this thing with no context, it's probably still terrifying. Yeah, it
0: is. But like, he's worse in the episode.
2: Yeah, Adrian was in the other room and just saw it and was just like, fuck that. No. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, Mike? Oh, Licky Fawcett. How can I vote for anything else?
2: Yeah, I mean, there's some bad ones on here, but I feel like, yeah. Lexi so
4: speaking of not seeing the episode just looking at it and hating it um I'm gonna vote for the first fake thing on this list um and go for boohoo the clown because holy shit oh my god
2: yeah. boohoo the clown is really upsetting also, yeah.
4: I, I also its last like name it. is the clown and as we know that makes it horrible <laughs>
2: It's a clown robot and it looks bad already and then its head opens up and twists around and it has demon teeth. I'm
4: so, I'm sorry, so, I'm sorry, Emily. That was maybe unfair of me to
5: Fuck you!
4: <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Emily, what is your vote?
5: Um, I'm gonna vote for the face though just because of the cultural uh, insensitivity at the very least. The that sense. is fair. Like the rest of the rest of, and I'm like yeah, the leaky faucet's scary. Does that make it a bad monster? I don't think that makes it a bad monster. it makes it a creepy one. That is so, a yeah. fair way
2: to look at it, but I hate looking at it. And someone recently told me that at least in the Sentai, it comes back later. Oh, no. Please, God, don't let it come back oh. in Power Rangers. Uh,
3: Zach, I-, I have been told by folks who have watched the show further ahead, he comes back. Oh, uh. Jesus. Ugh. Apparently, when they did the movie, he was he and several of the other monsters that flashed by for, like, a fucking second were repeats from the show.
2: Hey, uh, does he get to be on next year's, or do we have to do a different one?
3: <laughs> I mean, if he's still the worst monster. <laughs> I guess we'll see. All right, and last category. Yeah, maybe our first, like, uh,
5: multiple winner, you know? Yeah, two yeah. Ti- yeah
3: two-time yeah. 2D award. <laughs> yeah. Uh and uh real quick, Matt's vote. Oh uh, yes. Boohoo the Clown, reason boo the Clown. Yep.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yep. All right, good. Uh last category, the putty patroller memorial award for doing a bad job. R.I.P. putties. Uh, yeah, rip putties. Mm-hmm. Not giving Aisha a proper send off. I mean, yeah, they didn't. They did. They screwed both Karen Ashley, the actor, and Aisha, the character. Aisha's send
5: off
4: was the, um, like complete inverse
2: of Kimberly's.
4: Yeah, Yeah. the other side of that coin.
2: And also, I don't have it handy, but there's an episode where I found an interview with her where she said that they told her she would get to come back for a going away episode, and then they didn't so that's another layer of shitty um trying way too hard to push catherine when she joins i didn't know this was on the list but i talked about it earlier yeah they they got a little weird about it they made her like the center of the the theme and of the sorry
3: of the intro uh And she was the focus of the episode for, like, the next five episodes or so. There were,
2: like, a couple focusing on her in a row. I like Kat, but it definitely felt like they were like, this is the cool new character.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it really smacked of them not having any confidence in people liking her. In spite of the fact that, like, the setup for her joining the team, again, as we discussed earlier, was genuinely good. I recall us having
4: a guest, it might have been Luke, who mentioned that when they saw the intro... It kind of felt like this was the cat show now, and like they were. Yeah, very confused. I think
2: it was Luke. Also, I like that you called Luke a guest. That's very
3: funny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yes, totally. He's he's been our most prominent guest since like episode two.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, failing to make the Alien Rangers interesting. Yeah, they didn't do that. I mean, I like the Alien Rangers. I think more than other people on this show. Um, I think Frankie gave a really good, like, defense of them when they were on. But, like, yeah, I I just think they didn't do enough with them. I like Sestro specifically when he's interacting with Billy, but, like, other than that, they really didn't do much with them. They,
3: they weren't the worst thing ever, but I, I consider, like, the fact that the show didn't do more with them or do a better job with them to be a pretty significant failing, considering they were the titular characters for 10 episodes. Yeah, Mighty Morphin
0: Alien Rangers is barely above them. Yes. It's a big...
2: Yeah. Uh, uh, Not writing more than one fight song for the Tangas. Oh my god, Mike, (laughs) this is such a good nomination. Like, they were around for so long and they didn't feel it episode.
1: was so frustrating because
2: <laughs> we've already heard like two or three different fight songs for the cogs, yeah. And, like, I like, we're god, I think that song is pretty funny. But after the like sixth time I've heard it, I was like, I'm well, I'm done with this, and then we heard it another 40, so yeah, it's that's crazy that they did that. The putties. The putties had like six fight songs. Yep. Like, yeah, it's, they, that was bad. And then finally, the Zeo Quest. Just all mm-hmm. of it. Almost every single episode is at least a little bit racist. Uh, it, it's just a concept that they, I understand that what they were trying to do, which is like, this is a m- multicultural, but boy, they did in, not do a good job. In <laughs>
4: addition to the piss poor execution, which cannot be stressed enough how piss and poor it was, um, <laughs> the the bigger the well, it's not the bigger, but the the additional problem with it is it's so ill conceived from a conceptual standpoint. They don't do a yeah. good job of setting up why this thing is necessary. It they try to split. The episodes b- between this ZioQuest stuff and the kind of thing they were already doing for Mighty Morphin Alien Rangers as like a B plot, which right. didn't make any sense and felt like ma- ended up making both pieces feel vestigial. Yeah, and yeah, so like it didn't actually but, accomplish anything. Ultimately, yeah.
2: for sure.
3: Yeah, it, it really didn't. And part of the reason I want, I, I, part of the reason I wanted to put this on here in addition to just the obvious is I didn't want to just put mighty Morphin alien Rangers for this category. Cause that felt like too broad of a thing. Cause it feels like for basically everything else, we're narrowing it down at least a little bit to like a specific event or, or character or, or recurring thing. And so I had, I had to try and like weigh down like, okay, so the worst thing that we discussed this year is definitely at the very least something from alien Rangers. So what was the worst part of alien Rangers? And I it's think you gotta split the it into quest. The,
2: the correct components. I think you did a good job on that. Uh, yeah,
4: so I have a I have a write-in. Oh, okay, Mighty Morphin uh, Aliens with Battleborgs.
2: <laughs> okay, perfect. All right, my vote. Uh, boy, I I feel like I have to do Zio Quest. It's just there's too much wrong with it in terms of like failing to failing to do anything interesting with the cultural backgrounds. And every time they tried it coming off at least a little bit racist, like at the absolute least, the only part I liked about the Zeo quest is Catherine's and that's not because it's good. It's because it's just fucking insane. So yeah, it's, it's bad. It's really, really bad. Simon. Um,
0: I, I was going to vote for the Alien Rangers, but almost more as a general, like, vote against Mighty Morphin Alien Rangers, which also yeah. includes the Zeo Quest, which is a part of why I don't like it. Um, yeah, okay. So put my vote that failing to make the Alien Rangers interesting because I also they should have they should they they had 10 episodes to put all that sentai footage they'd been avoiding using so far into it and they barely
2: did that it sucked yeah fair enough um mike
3: uh so i feel really strongly about just about everything in this list yeah and my instinct is to go with the zio quest but at the same time though, I, I feel like being kind of offensive is sort of par for the course for this show. Not sure. to justify it, but there it is. Uh but like I'm it's especially just on the heels of again, what's happened with actors before and what I'm sure will happen with actors again. It I really feel like they did Karen Ashley dirty. Yeah. Because like the like her character got no real characterization ever, despite being on the show for a decently long, a long time. Long time. Yeah. Yeah. And and then they just they they affect it like she's turned into a kid so it's a different actress, like it's it's one step removed from just killing her off off screen. Yeah, you know? and the
2: fact that she didn't get to come back to go away is
3: uh, really frustrating. Yeah, I got to give my vote to not giving Aisha. Did a proper ever figure out was that
4: like the final scene they saw of her in the viewing globe reused footage from earlier, or was that a scene they
5: shot of just her? To no, it was, it was a new. Well, it wasn't just her. Her um grandma was also
2: right. Running, yeah, so, so. they yeah, got the, her
4: back to, f- to film a scene but it wasn't a
3: goodbye scene with the you know cast of the show no
2: no yeah, yeah. it was just her waving right like basically or- No, she
3: didn't even wave she just went and gave like her right. great aunt or whoever in africa a hug and we watched it from a yeah. distance like like we're fucking voyeurs and <laughs> and that was it yep uh Lexi. uh aliens with
4: battleborgs I came up I came up with a bit that was really funny for about half an episode and forced it to continue for 10 I, episodes to the point where
2: I despised my own creation. I actually want to put that uh Retroactively on the Radbug Memorial Award yeah. For doing a good job good. actually it was good. Because you hated it so much <laughs> And yet you still did it And A, that's impressive And B, it was very funny to me personally So there you go But I accept your vote uh, Emily
5: I'm gonna go with uh, not giving Aisha a proper sign I think Michael put it pretty perfectly though
2: I don't think that I'd do it Fair enough so uh Aisha not getting a proper send off wins. Uh Alien Rangers being an interesting uh, Zeo Quest and Aliens with Battle. So, boards. really just all
4: of Mighty Morphin <laughs> Alien Rangers gets lumped into into second it place. was bad, <laughs> man. That's the yeah, worst stress
2: this show has had for sure.
3: That I, I I feel like that's kind of the thing is like if if I wasn't determined to keep like the the nomination for being too broad like like I was really, really tempted to just put Mighty Morphin Alien Rangers in as a nominee, but that would have left me with nothing else to nominate. Yeah,
2: you have to split it up because otherwise <laughs> there's no category. Yeah. Well, and also, yeah.
3: and also, it would have been a runaway. Like, yeah. yeah, it would have, it would have, it would have won come unanimous and unopposed. Mm-hmm. Mighty Morphin Alien Rangers. It and listen, folks, we know, we know if. If this if this podcast goes on long enough, we're gonna get to some real fucking in Matt's immortal words, uh, "boo-boo dog seasons." Yeah, but at least at least so far, Mighty Morphin Alien Rangers is the the nadir of this show. Yeah, it's not good.
0: So um, see you next
3: year, so we can talk about yeah. Turbo and Power Rangers yeah. movies. Speaking speaking of Matt, uh, his write-in is also not giving Aisha a proper send-off, and his reasoning is Aisha wasn't my favorite, but she still deserved better, which I think. Yep pretty well sums it up yeah
2: fair enough so yeah um we're gonna wrap this up pretty quick because we've been running a long time but i do want to say really quickly um thank you guys for listening uh you know we don't say it every every week but we appreciate that y'all listen um and have gone through another year with us and uh we're gonna keep doing this with us if you're new yeah yeah and we're gonna keep doing this as long as it's fun and uh yeah check out Audio Entropy, lots of other stuff there, and I think that's all I'm going to say. So, uh,
4: AudioEntropy.com, if you weren't aware.
2: Yes, thank you. Uh, so that's for Teenagers with Attitude. I've been Zach. I've been Simo. I've been Mike. I've been Lexi. I've been Emily. And may the power protect you always. Please for another year.
3: Should all acquaintance be... Never mind.